Can you be quiet, please? Thank you. Welcome to Pirate Radio Live. How's everybody doing? Clip. Hey, man, good to see you, brother. Booty, 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 booty everywhere. Ahí estaba, en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Have you scanned your MVP card? Breakfast was three eggs, scrambled light with grits and extra crispy bacon. Cliff, what's up? It's Brian. I know, Cliff, but people are looking for you to sprinkle your magic fairy dust on this whole thing and make it all better. Let's get to that conversation now. Here is uh, that. Now live from the Pirate Radio Studios in the heart of the Pirate Nation, here is your host, Clip Brock. Welcome in to a football Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live with some hoops sprinkled in because it will be basketball Saturday in Greenville, North Carolina with the South Carolina Gamecocks coming to town. We heard from Mike Schwartz earlier today and you'll hear uh, his comments on South Carolina rolling in here to Greenville, North Carolina. Welcome in to Pirate Radio Live here on Pirate Radio 92.7 FM in Greenville, 104.1 in Washington. You can find us on 1250, 930 online, PR927FM.com. And we'd love for you to be a part of our show on YouTube. Come hang out with the chat gang. Give us a like. Make sure you subscribe. We are creeping closer to 3,000 subscribers, and we'd love for you to be one of those on the tubes of you. Coming up on today's program, Brian North, WCTI 12, will join us to get you ready for the sports weekend and recap the sports week that was. We'll get his thoughts on John David Baker being named the offensive coordinator at East Carolina. We'll talk some ECU basketball and more with North. Also, 40 balls in 14 days. Speaking of which, a little scary from the nether regions has sent in a 40 balls in 14 days intro. We'll hear that one coming up on today's show we've also got tony dunn c3 podcast joining us if there's any panthers news and notes to pass along we'll do that but we will make our week god is it really 14 so sad when these numbers start getting high week 14 nfl picks also the last week of the regular season in fantasy football i have clinched in one of my leagues and i'm gonna need to win or get some help I do control my own destiny, but um, I'm going to need to win a couple of games to get into my other league. So it is do or die time in fantasy land. Uh, We will talk about that, make our picks, and uh, talk all things NFL with Tony Dunn in hour number two. Hour three, we got Morgan Aylers joining us. Big announcement on Thursday. Holton Aylers. Uh, We'll have the Holton Aylers show coming to Pirate Radio to wherever you get your podcast and to YouTube beginning in January. We'll talk to Morgan Aylers, who will be on the stick uh, tomorrow in Menji's Coliseum doing PA for ECU and South Carolina. Big one in Menji's. Also, Mark Greenheld's Golf Shop Radio Show will join us. I was hoping South Carolina would roll in here undefeated, but his Clemson Tigers had a nice second-half comeback on Wednesday night, beat South Carolina. So the Gamecocks are 7-1. and one. Greenies Tigers are 8-0 and oh, and in the top 25. So we'll talk about that. Talk about his pats and what's going on in the world of golf. Big week with John Rahm uh, going to live. 
So we'll discuss that and more coming up with Greeny in hour number three. All right, we say hello to Shirley Rhodes and to young Joey here on a Friday. No hat, so the hair is just out there for everyone. It's a flowing today. Good looking hair for Joey. How we uh, doing, gang? Finally doing pretty good. Yeah, finally done with uh, my finals. Good. So I just have the final project due Tuesday, but that's a Monday problem. That ain't a, a Friday, Saturday, or Sunday problem. Nah, I might look at it Sunday, wake up, oh, I'm going to do it, and then look at the instructions and close my laptop and do it on Monday. You going to basketball tomorrow? Yeah, I plan to. I got a couple of buddies who they said they're tailgating the game. Yes. At 8 a.m., which is Whoa. nuts. Nah, I don't know about that. Yeah, I said I'll catch you around like 10, maybe. Yeah, that's a lot. Does the like first alcoholic beverage get cracked at 8? Uh, no, I think they're going to like, I don't know. Probably the first alcoholic beverage is cracked at like nine. Man. Nine thirty. That's just that's a recipe for disaster. Not even the game really, but like the rest of the day. Like yeah, but it's a Saturday. You, I know. All your responsibilities are kind of done essentially. So I hey, go for it, man. Yeah. I've I've made worse decisions. So uh absolutely live it up and let's uh let's get Minji's loud coming up on saturday let me say hello to the chat gang steve is in the house says hfmfs happy friday to you my friend as well jamie's in the house perry says what's up to the pirate radio peeps what's up perry um kaz is in a winner go home situation in fantasy land yeah it's going to be a big week for fantasy football jamie says he can help me out he made playoffs in two of three leagues I don't want anybody's help that only made it two out of three. I need a three for three. Yeah. Uh, so, Jamie, thank you, but no thanks. Perry says, have you seen the Little Debbie Christmas cake dip recipe? No, but on that note, we've got some taste tests to do. Uh, so, Joey, on Monday we were talking about our favorite Pop-Tart flavors. Joey said he will never buy another Pop-Tart until he sees the strawberry milkshake flavor yep. back on the shelves. And was it Monday night? It's so crazy how this works. Yeah, it was Monday night. So it's the last time you had one Gen- previously. Like I said, genuinely four and a half years. I hadn't- Four and a half years. It, the last time I seen it was at the food line. Uh, no, at the corner store that used to be down here uh, by Wings Over. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... It just went, it got discontinued. And I, was like, I don't see any joy from any other Pop Tarts. I don't get that joy from the same Pop Tarts. So I got to wait till it comes back. And guess what? Monday night he found some. He brought them in. So Shirley and I are going to do a taste test. Yesterday, we had a big discussion about Little Debbie Christmas tree cakes. And our buddy Bo Bats brought in five damn boxes of them. So we have enjoyed those, and you have never had one of those? No. no I've right. seen them all the time, but I've never had one. So you're going to taste that, Shirley and I, and maybe you know, we can do it maybe hour two. You know, can Tony have one too? Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we'll do that in hour two of today's show. So uh, we got some eating to do. Uh, Russ wants some glory hole. Shirley, can you give Russ some glory hole? Sure. One so moment, he can, please. He can rage on this Friday. Please hold. I really shouldn't give Russ anything after what he said in the chat yesterday. But you know what, Russ? Forgive and forget. I want me some glory hole. Uh, or we could do. Ahí estaba en el centro. Hoyo de gloria. Hoyo de gloria. Depends on if you want the English or the Spanish version. 
Uh, Russ says, why is ECU playing in Vietnam for baseball? Ooh, win, win. Uh, they are playing North Carolina there. And I will put oh, up the Oh, at the uh, Woodpecker Stadium? Yeah. Mm, uh, they do these like... They did it last year with Campbell. And I was uh, it was a Tuesday game, so I couldn't go. Yeah, I mean, I guess my question would be, why not? They do a home-home and a neutral site match with North uh, matchup with North Carolina. They'll be playing at Segra Stadium on February the 24th at 2 p.m. Yeah. So, um, why? Because Stone Cold said so. I don't know. Chad is here and ready for the treasure chest. We'll be opening that up in hour number three of today's show. Steve Hill says, go Gator. Go Gator. Jamie says, I found I had Christmas tree cakes in the pantry, the chocolate kind, and strawberry Swiss rolls. I've never seen strawberry Swiss rolls before. Is it all straw? Is there any chocolate? I don't really like mixing my... It's all strawberry. Okay. Yeah, that almost... It's like strawberry vanilla filling. I'll give it a shot. I'll give it a shot. All right, we uh, we are missing someone today on this Friday, and that is our buddy Chon, who is not here. But I said that from now on, when Chandler's not here, we're going to introduce AI Chon. This is an AI robot, Chandler. And um, according to the inventors of this, no matter what question I ask, Chon will have an answer for AI Chon. So let's. Uh, you want to test this out? We've never done this before, Shirley. We're going to give this a shot. All right, let's see how good this uh, this technology is. Um, Chandler, are you excited about the basketball game tomorrow? Yes. It should be a good crowd. Uh, I'm hoping uh, for a good game as well. Great point. Okay, what's your problem? Are you being sarcastic with me right now? Yes. Did you not sleep well? I mean, were you like up... All night picking your boogers and rubbing them on your sheets or something? Yes. That's gross, man. That's what I'm saying. You are saying that you are a gross, big-headed simpleton? Yes. Okay, all right. Uh, There's some good things about you as well, though, Sean. You're not just a complete waste of human flesh. Great point. All right, good deal. All right, can we get back to basketball? What's going on here? I'm trying to do a show. Can you focus up? Yes. All right, big game tomorrow. Yes. ECU and South Carolina. If the Pirates win, do you think Mike Schwartz should get a raise? Yes. Well, what if the Pirates lose? What should happen to Mike Schwartz? Get him off my staff. That's harsh. That's a little harsh, Jeff. Very harsh. Uh, Hopefully it won't come to that. You seem a little bit distracted. Are you thinking about Joey twerking again? Yes. Well, is is there anything you want to say to Joey? Drop that, baby. Let's see it. Whoa. <laughs> you should not have said that. that. That was just so unfortunate. Do you need to leave now? Yes. All right. There's uh, AI Chan. I, I, it went pretty well, I thought, for the first run. Yeah, for the first time we ever did it. He, yeah, he responded to all of our questions. Uh, if you guys have a yes or no question for AI Chan, you can get it in. But it must be a yes no question. That's what i'm saying oh okay he's still here <laughs> here is uh <laughs> we're gonna have some fun with ai chan in the future uh because great if, point if he doesn't show up 
That, what did he want Joey to do again? That was drop that baby. Let's see it. Oh, oh my god! Woo, that was with enthusiasm too. <laughs> Let's crazy. see it. Uh, Russ enjoyed that, as did Chad. Jerry's uh, thought. Jerry says that he's having a rare warm day in Pennsylvania, and he thanks us for keeping him company while he does his yard work. You got it, Jerry. All right. Um, so big news yesterday Holt Naylor's show coming to uh, Pirate Radio in January that's going to be exciting he's got his walk on gang with him Caden Norman Jack Powers Drew Dotter he's going to have some great guests uh, already talked about lining up Harold Varner III Stanford Steve and Frank the Tank from Barstool Sports which is going to be crazy uh, if you are not aware of Frank the Tank um, interesting guy what, what, and I, I'm a negative sports fan. I always think my teams are going to do bad. Ken Watlington the same way, but Frank takes it to a new level. Um, is he the Mets fan? He is. Oh, yes. yes. I've seen him lose he, it a few times. He loses it. Uh, all right. We got questions for AI Chan. We'll see how this goes. Okay. Uh, Steve wants to know, Chan, can you introduce the treasure chest later? Yes. Jamie's asking, is AI Chan dating anyone? what's going on here <laughs> it's a yes or no ai chan are you dating anyone that's what i'm saying so you're saying yes that was just so unfortunate he will not be committal he won't say, wow drop that baby let's see it <laughs> oh. is, that what, is that what you say to your date apparently <laughs> um russ says yes or no does chan have city speed Drop that baby. Let's see it. I guess I'll take that as a yes. Now, you could just say yes. Yes. Thank you. Harrison is hoping for a competitive basketball game tomorrow. Um, let's look back in the archives. I tell you what, while I'm doing that, let's hear what Mike Schwartz had to say, Shirley, earlier today, as uh, he's got respect for this opponent. Uh really good south carolina team coming in here i mean uh just so much uh respect for coach paris and their program i know what they're doing there in year two and i've watched them quite a bit and very familiar with them uh, not only the players from time at south carolina last year my time at tennessee some of the similar players uh, but also guys in the league that uh were at vanderbilt like miles duty so this is a complete ball club that's gotten off to a great start and we know what kind of challenge it's going to be in here tomorrow they're shooting 40 percent threes have you seen them kind of be pretty dynamic offensively early on? Yeah, they are. They're an elite offensive team. Uh, two things. They really take care of the basketball. They have versatile players, one through five, that could shoot. They have a point guard that's 6'5", six, 6'6", six, six, and they have B.J. Mack at the center spot that can really play the four or the five. They can play down low. He can drive the basketball, take advantage of mismatches, and he shoots the ball as well as anyone on the team. So uh, very, very talented, versatile offensive team that poses a lot of challenges for us. Last year, this game was about over at halftime. The Pirates led by 19 points going in to the uh, final 20 minutes, 37 to 18. Pirates scored 64 points, not a lot. R.J. Felton had 21 of those, and it was uh, one of the more economical 21-point games you will see. He was 8 of 13 from the field, 3 of 6 from the three-point line, and made both of his free throws uh, for 21. And probably playing with a little extra motivation the team uh, he's from the state of south carolina 
over. We're not no punks. And Caleb Count is not no punk, neither is RJ. And I uh, wanted to show out, and he did last year with 21 points. So I'm expecting RJ to be ready. Uh, Going to need help from Brandon Ezra. Hopefully, Jaden Walker is back as well. And, uh, and the Pirates can beat South Carolina for the second straight year. I saw on Name Redacted site that they are expecting a good crowd for this game tomorrow. So should be loud, should be fun in Minji's Coliseum. Um, Chad asking, is AI-chan dating Jenny? I'll answer that one for you. Yes. <laughs> no, no, you're not. Wait. Has AI Chan developed the ability to lie? Like What's this, going on here? This robot thing is scary. When they start taking over their own feelings and sentience. We're, we're already getting a little glimpse of what AI can be. And exactly. This is a Westworld situation. That was just so unfortunate. I think AI Chan might be the end of us at Pirate Radio. He's going to take over. Uh, Jerry says, I hope Chan doesn't pull a John Rom and jump to Wolfpack Radio. All I know is the real Chan is not here. And he was heading west on the road today. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. All I know is, all we can go off of is what Chandler's told us. He said he is not leaving Pirate Radio. Just Get like, him off my staff. Just like John. <laughs> That's what Ellery said in the meeting on Monday about John. Oh, man. Uh, John Rom said he would uh, never go to live. Nick Saban said he'd never be the Alabama coach. So quit asking. That was a terrible impersonation. I apologize. People lie all the time. Jamie says, has AI Chan scanned his MVP card? Yes. Does AI Chan have much respect for Jenny? Drop that, baby. Let's see it. Oh, dear. Oh, Donald Skinner's in the house. Courtside, Don. What's up, Don? Hey, I'm proud of you for having the uh, the where the the ability, the wits in you to get to YouTube and talk to us. It's good for you, Don. We'll see you at halftime tomorrow at the game. Cass said Sean must have gotten a raise. Maybe so. He can, That's what I'm saying. He can afford to miss all these days of work great point i'm here every day every day to this day <laughs> all right anything else going on uh in the ecu world no. i haven't seen any portal entries in a few days you've it's seen any... such a stalemate lately yeah well i mean that's good we want it that way i'd rather have answers i want to know what's happening i know but right now it's the answers would be people joining the portal we don't want that to happen I was going to ask, so is um, the staff that, or I guess the other walk-ons that Holden has, is Daughter a part of that? Drew Daughter? Is he a part of what now? Of the podcast. Yes. So if he transfers, will he still be a part of it? Yes. And if uh, Holden Naylor joins the NFL team, the podcast will go on. Okay. So they are they are Locked in. all in for the podcast, no matter what else is going on in their lives. Gotcha. If Holden gets a call, great. Uh, still doing the podcast. Drew Dotter is in the transfer portal. He yeah. will not be playing for ECU next year. Uh, still a part of the podcast. Cool. So, yeah, uh, we'll see what happens. Um, Jamie said that impression Shirley did of Nick Saban is a good Ryan McChrystal Saban impression. That was Ryan McChrystal doing a Saban. 
Well done, Shirley. Uh, let's see. Anything else on the docket? Joey, you've been watching um, the in-season tournament? Been watching a bit of some Pacers basketball. Yeah, Halliburton's ridiculous. I've been keeping up with scores, but uh, I have not really paid attention to it. So did the Pacers win? Yep. So they beat the Bucks. Yes, so they're they going did. to the in-season championship. And the Lakers played last night. Did the Lakers win? They did. They uh, hammered the Pelicans, yeah, one thirty-three to eighty-nine. So it'll be Pacers and Lakers in the in-season tournament for those that are interested. Uh, back to regular season, regular basketball tonight, where the lowly six and thirteen Hornets take on the Raptors on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard, presented by the Buck. The Buck. Speaking of the Buck, um, I want to see some videos of Chan and Jenny on that bull from last night. In fact, we've got the video from last night. Roll it. And there it is. Sean <laughs> told me he didn't get on the board. He didn't. Okay. Neither did Jenny. Okay. Neither one of them. Talked about it all week. Build it up. <laughs> Nothing. Nothing burger. And I don't want to speak for Sean. Well, that, well <laughs> we got AI Sean, but I want the real Sean to be here when... He explains why he did not get on that bull at the buck. From what I understand, it was a success. They had a line. They had a waiver. People signed. Were you That's there? Right. No, but I just I, Chandler uh, called me just a minute ago and told me about it. Yeah, all I hear. Hey, can't wait for this. Uh, yeah, can't wait for this to ride. This buck's gonna. This uh, bull's gonna be awesome. And and neither one of them did it. I am disappointed. I, I just I hold those guys, those people in high standards and. They didn't come through for me. Russ says, uh, also, can you refer to name redacted as name redacted instead of name redacted? Yeah, Russ. I'll keep calling him name redacted. Why don't you go rage somewhere? Leave me alone. All right, let's take a break. When we return, Brian North joins us. We will talk pirate hoops, pirate football, everything else in between. We'll uh, open up 40 bowls in 14 days. A little scary has a new intro for us we'll hear that in hour number two and we'll have more for you on this friday edition of pirate radio live treasure chest opening up in hour number three will you be one of our big winners like eric mazell josh thomas john caden steve hill and dickie steffens You'll have your chance in hour number three. We've already given away a $200 gift card and facial and skincare box from Beauty Bar Medispa. Eric won that one. $100 gift card to Fleet Feed went to Josh. $100 gift card to Shimmer went to John. A Buck gift basket with a gift card to the Buck, BTs, and King Max, plus an NFL jersey went to Steve. And Dickie Steffens won the ECU vs. Memphis basketball tickets and a prize pack from David Price Construction. We will open up the treasure chest once again in hour number three and make somebody else a winner on today's show. More to go. Pirate Radio Live back with you after this.
listening to Hour One of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water. Get ready to party, pirates. Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure. 21 and older only. Pirate Water. Why be yourself when you can be a pirate? Now, back to the show. Lord have mercy. I got to read this with him singing in the background. Vacation spots are right here in our very own backyard. Take a trip to a state park and enjoy traditional camping RV space and also air-conditioned cabins that can be rented with Wi-Fi. If you're by a lake, be sure to check out the opportunities to rent a canoe or kayak and get on the water. Your next adventure is right around the corner. For more information, please visit parks.gov. And here's Cliff. First time I've heard it this season. Really? Yeah. What a what a what a jam. Well, I was, you know, uh, leading up to the week, you know, the last week that we're on the air. I'm going to be playing Christmas music on Fridays, so I was going through trying to pick up some songs, and I was like, oh wait, what's that song that Clip likes so much? Christmas Tree Farm. Everything is icy and blue, and you can be there too. Under the mistletoe. Lord have mercy. Watching the fire glow. Man, great song. Yep. It's like the only Taylor Swift song I like. Ooh. There's a lot of Tay songs I like. I like the old stuff. I like the uh, She's Cheer Captain and I'm on the Bleachers. Uh, that that was uh, You Belong to, With she, Me. She's Cheer Captain and I'm on the Bleachers. I like that. And I like uh, Romeo, take me somewhere we can be. I don't do, 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 do. Yep. I like that one too. All right. It is a Swift Love Story, I think, is that one? It's a love story, baby. baby just say yes. yes. Who does uh, Swift's man got this weekend? Kelsey. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. They got the Bills. So, yeah, big one on CBS 425. We'll talk about that one. And hour number three with Tony Dunn also open up the treasure chest. Patrick Brown uh, wins out of the treasure chest quite a bit. He said no kids picked up to today to work at his treasure chest call center. He's got a um, like an overseas operation where he has a full warehouse of kids calling into the treasure chest to direct them to his phone line that's kind of should we look into it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably there's probably some uh workplace uh i don't know allegations out there uh, with this that we should probably take a closer look into how do you invest in that guy all right joey um are you want to do your taste test now now you're making it seem like I'm some fat guy who can't wait. Like, let's, let's That's wait. how you made it during the break. I, I did make it seem like that. <laughs> That's exactly how I'll it was. Wait. No, no, I'll wait. All right. We'll wait for uh, Tony Dunn in hour number two. Right now, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio Live line and talk to Brian North, who joins us here on a Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. North, how you doing today, man? Awesome. We got ourselves a football coach ready to rock and roll. Let's go Dukes. <laughs> okay, the Dukes are uh, are the Dukes still undefeated in basketball, Brian? Oh boy, I don't, I'm not even paying attention to that. I don't even know. You really don't start following basketball till the turn of the calendar. You are a man of your word. I, I appreciate that in you. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, you know I haven't. They're harder to pay attention to. Uh, you know, football still kind of in that football mode now that we're we're uh, kind of getting into bowl season here. Then obviously looking for a football coach to center stage, but. 
Interesting hire with uh, Dan Chesney, who's got a great resume coming up through the ranks. So we'll see if he can keep the good times rolling in Harrisonburg. And uh, football time still on the uh, the high school fields too, right? We talked to Luke Schwartz yesterday. He said he was covering a championship game today. Yep, yep. Uh, 3A state championship tonight between undefeated 71st, who's got a 6'5 freshman lineman that a lot of people are going to be drooling over in years to come, taking on Hickory. And then tomorrow, three state championships with uh, Tarboro playing the Mount Airy Granite Bears, the Fighting Andy Griffiths. That'll be a noon start in Chapel Hill. And then you've got undefeated Clinton taking on Reedsville and their state championships more than anybody else in the state. And then Hoggard out of Wilmington trying to win their first title since 2007 will take on Weddington. That'll be a 7 o'clock game. High school football winding down, high school hoops cranking up. Uh, I did ask Luke, has he been able to get out and see the spectacle that is Farmville Central basketball? And he said he's covered uh, one of their games so far. They have uh, taken it to my D.H. Conley Vikings a couple times already. Uh, and I think they're about to maybe step up and, and wait a little bit. Yeah, uh, the first time they played, it looked like a, a girls' basketball score. I think your Conley Vikings didn't even break 20. And so... Um, yeah, it's uh Hey, but guess what? We got him again and uh we scored I think uh, 26 the second time. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the case for a lot of teams. It's all about getting better as the year goes along, right, Brian? There you go. Great improvement, yeah. And Larry Williford's got it going on in, in Farmville again, and it looks like they're going to be a contender. I don't know if they have the the marquee Division One talent that they've had in, in the past, uh, but they've got a bunch of really good players again, and they've got it going on so far. While we're on the topic of hoops, anticipating a uh, fun Minji's crowd on Saturday, and it's one of my my top sports things I love, Brian, and Electric Minji's Coliseum, and we get it a few times a year, hopefully a lot of times this year. If the team can win tomorrow, it'll certainly uh, have people coming back for more. But South Carolina rolling in. South Carolina, man, I, I was hoping they would come in undefeated, but blew a double-digit second-half lead to Clemson the other night. So they come in 7-1. and one. Pirates trying to knock them off for the second straight season. And uh, you just don't know with this Pirate basketball team. They could lose to USC Upstate. They could beat, uh, you know, UNCW or Kennesaw State team we saw in the tournament last year. So I think they'll be motivated, ready to go, and uh, should be a fun day tomorrow. Yeah, they're coming off a little bit of a break too, which um, you're always wondering how they how they respond when you're, you have the uh, end of semester exams and stuff. And trying to get some guys healthy, I think the biggest thing right now is the health of of the team. They get everybody healthy, I think they can be pretty good. Good point on the break. Uh, during a college basketball season, you don't usually get this many days off. So uh, the Clemson Tigers and South Carolina Gamecocks played Wednesday. Pirates haven't played since Monday afternoon. So a little rest. And sounds like almost uh, they're dealing with uh, some injuries because Ezra's been out, Brandon Johnson's been out, but also sickness, which is apparently getting everybody, Brian. Jaden Walker unable to, to suit up the other day. Yeah, and that's uh, what happens this time of year, right? Yeah. Get over that. Uh, stuff and then you know exams and and now but you get to isolate now over holidays here once you get these exams over with it's all about basketball for about three weeks and i think that's when you really start finding out all about about your teams and how good you are and but injuries are a big part of it uh, the grind of college basketball it's a tough physical sport and and uh, the, the guys that have been dealing with whatever injuries they've been having especially brandon johnson you hope maybe this break will help him get healthy where he can have a good stretch run because he's he's been their best player so far for the most part look rj felton's been good but i think as brandon johnson goes 
I agree, and uh, boy, RJ had a huge one against South Carolina. Maybe a little motivation there, being overlooked by his home state team. So we'll see what he has for him coming up on Saturday. Brian North joining us. North mentioned JMU finding a head coach. Uh, Pirates head man stays in place with Mike Houston, but uh, filling out that offensive staff. And we got to talk to John David Baker on Monday. Brian, what was your uh, early impressions of John David Baker coming in as the offensive coordinator? Yeah, I mean, look, everything looks good. He's young. He's uh, got the, the modern philosophies. He's got the energy. He says all the right things. You obviously can tell he is going to be a head coach in the future uh, with, with his press conference. He definitely won the press conference. And so now it's a matter of can you get the players? I mean, look, you're only as good as the players that you put out there. And, and while you can be aggressive offensively and you can come up with all sorts of X's and O's, you've got to have the Jimmys and the Joes. And so can he help on the recruiting trail? I think that's the big thing now with Transfer Portal and all this other stuff. Things change so quickly. Uh, what can he do on the recruiting trail to, to get guys to come in? And what can they do Transfer Portal with some of his connections? to find some guys who can come in and execute his offense to a high level. And credit to East Carolina, too. You want to get the right guy. You want to get the right guy as quick as possible, and they were able to get him in so he could hit the ground running from the portal day one. And um, before the press conference, uh, it, he had said he was going to coach in the bowl game for Ole Miss, so I asked him about that at the press conference, and he said, look, I'm, I'm an East Carolina Pirate. I'm going to be on the road, which uh, he's probably been on the road ever since we talked to him on Monday. Uh, but Lane Kiffin has allowed him to coach in the game. And and he, uh, he said why. He said every tight end on that team in his room are guys he recruited personally. Uh, he wants to see it to the end. And, uh, you know, I, I give him some credit for that. But yeah. he is uh, he's working for East Carolina right now. Yeah, I can respect that as well. And, and I kind of like that he wants to finish it out. But when you hire him, you want him to get right on it. So as long as he's able to do both roles, and, and again, young, energetic, everything you see about him you like. And so it sounds like if there's anybody who can do it, and why not use that? If I'm a Pirate fan, I think of it as, okay, using your platform with Ole Miss to still help you in your new job uh, by doing both. I think there's positives to that. As long as Mike Houston's happy with it and uh, gets the results that he wants, I think uh, that's all that matters. Brian North joining us. Speaking of college football, let's hit a 40 bowls in 14 days for Brian. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. game is the 68 Ventures Bowl. Uh, of all the weird bowl names, this one uh, could take the cake. Uh, do you have any idea where this bowl game is? No. Okay, this is uh, Mobile, Alabama. So I think they've had a lot of names down there. 
Um, Eastern Michigan and South Alabama. So you do have uh, a team that could have uh, some home field advantage there. I don't imagine too many people showing up to the Venture 68 Ventures Bowl. Uh, Eagles and South Alabama. Jaguars. Oh, is it slipping my mind at the moment? The Jags. Who you got in this one, Brian? The Jaguars. Give me South Alabama. That's a program that's been on the rise. So I will take South Alabama, uh, which is out of what? Um, uh, what's the name of that town? Is it Biloxi? Where, where is South Alabama? Let's so. see. South Alabama University. South Alabama. Oh, it's uh, guess what, Brian? Home field, Mobile, Alabama. Yeah, Mobile. Yeah, right there, Mobile, because I know it's Hank Aaron, so town. So, yeah. So, yeah, give me South Alabama and that one all day long. USA. All right, Brian, uh, what did you think of the – everybody's got an opinion on it, the uh, the college football playoff leaving Florida State out, Alabama in. Uh, what did you think about it? Well, I mean, I've always been a resume guy. I think the season should matter. and I, So I've always been on that side of it. And I, I've always said that conference championships are where the playoffs should actually start. So although I'm on Florida State's side, the whole time they've always said they want the four best – teams and i don't know if florida state's been one of the four best teams all year which always makes me say why do we even play these games if we've already identified what you think are the four best teams yeah uh, you don't think florida state is one of those and the other thing i'll bring up with the whole injury and the quarterback situation that drives me nuts and why they're getting penalized for an injury is how many times have we seen teams get a backup quarterback and do really well i know everybody brings up cardell jones at ohio state winning a national championship but there's been other examples along the way and I think the Cincinnati Bengals showed it with their backup quarterback the other night. You can't sit there and count somebody out just because you don't know who that guy is that's taking snaps. It's ridiculous to penalize the team for that. So I had a problem with that. But, look, the playoffs has never been fair. So why would they start being fair now? And I think there would have been a worse outcry if you'd left an SEC team out of the thing. So that wouldn't have been right either. So it is what it is. We only have to suffer through it here for a few more days and months, and then next year they, it all changes anyway. <laughs> uh, we know the name Cardell Jones in the NFL. We know the name Nick Foles, Brian. I don't think anybody's talking about him if he doesn't yep. step up and win a Super Bowl. And by the way, if we're going with the four best teams, um, where's Georgia? They're one of the four best teams. The problem with Georgia was their resume. Their, their non-conference schedule is awful. Yeah. And even their, their SEC schedule wasn't the hardest that there was, so they killed themselves by going Cupcake City. and so Which but, sucks because Florida State beat LSU and won in the swamp. Yeah, you know? correct. Yeah. They did everything that they were supposed to. Scheduled hard out of conference, went undefeated, won their conference championship, and that's, this is where the whole the resume thing drives me insane. They did everything they were supposed to do on their resume, and so that's why I, you basically made the regular season meaningless if you're going to sit there and, and say that, well, what you did doesn't matter. We just don't think you passed the eyeball test because your quarterback got hurt. It's just the most ridiculous college football thing ever, but that's what we've been doing in college football for him. Brian North joining us, Pirate Radio Live Line. North, any thoughts on Mike Oresco retiring and uh, what that means for the American moving forward? Yeah, I mean, you know, it all depends on what you thought of the job he did. <laughs> That's what I said yesterday. He had, I've seen a lot more people say, man, he did a great job than I've seen detractors, but I have seen both of them, and I'm kind of like, what was he supposed to do? What what was, uh, you know, he has done the best he can to get money for this league with the TV deals, but I've seen him get credit for our schools getting taken to other conferences. I've seen him get blamed for that. So, like, I don't know. Where, I don't really know where to, to land on this. 
Yeah, I don't. I'm I'm one of those persons who probably doesn't give enough credit to right. Commanders. I think they just sit there and get fat and happy and, and get a lot of paychecks. But there's a lot of behind the scenes cajoling that is not palatable to me. I, I just don't like that part of all of that. But he's probably done a better job than what I would give him credit for. But I never think college commissioners get a whole lot of credit. I've seen some, like the ACC, I'm not sure if they've done a very good job with, with negotiating their way through when they're in a power position. Uh, but Mike Resco's squad uh, conference never has been in that power position, and it's been tough to hold out of teams when the Power Five conferences go after them. So, I, you know, he's been okay. I mean, it's, uh, I probably won't mention his name again, uh, you know, yeah. my lips when he retires. He's not, he hasn't been that important to me and how I view sports. I think you summed that up well, uh, how I feel about it as well. Brian North joining us today on Pirate Radio Live. Hey, uh, young Luke Schwartz mentioned a parade when we talked to him yesterday. You got a parade action going on this weekend? Did parade action last weekend. This is uh, Big Taylor North three-year-old birthday weekend. Oh. I got Disney on ice in Raleigh. I got birthday party Saturday night. I've got Sawyer's trampoline park sunday <laughs> afternoon so uh shout out sawyers give me a break do something help me out and so yeah it's gonna be a full three-year-old blowout party weekend wow i always set it up brian north to get you ready for the sports weekend i think from now on it's just gonna be me recapping what you missed in sports <laughs> because you don't have time for anything this weekend so no, but, I appreciate that's why I appreciate uh, being on the. I learned more from you than you learned from me. <laughs> yeah, it's been a role reversal, Brian. That is for sure. Uh, North, uh, enjoy the weekend, man. Special weekend for the family. So get through it, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Have you ever done Disney on ice? I'm trying to remember. I've done something on ice. I've done Elmo in an auditorium. Like I've, I've, <laughs> I've done some things, Brian, and I can't yeah. quite. I don't think I. You know what? I, I don't think I've ever done the Disney on ice. I know. My daughter has, and I don't think I was uh, there for that one. I think I got out of that one somehow. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's what I like to hear, that it wasn't that memorable if you did to it. <laughs> but we'll get a full recap next week on the show. So, yeah. All right, North. Thank you, man. All right, Clipper. Later. Brian North joining us, Friday edition of Pirate Radio Live. Let's take uh, another break. We'll come back. you ready to wrap up hour number one of the show. We got a taste test in hour two. We got treasure chest in hour three. Uh, and some big guests lined up for future shows that I will tell you about when we return on Pirate Radio Live. We are back with you after these words. I just want to be there tonight, sweet dreams. Beautiful time of the year Lights fill the streets spreading so much here I should be playing in the winter snow But I'm gonna be under the mist You're listening to Hour 1 of Pirate Radio Live This hour is brought to you by Pirate Water Get ready to party, pirates Go to drinkpiratewater.com to find your new treasure 21 and older only Pirate Water Why be yourself when you can be a pirate Now, back to the show Show day with you 
Welcome back. Did you know there are thousands of special needs uh, children and adults right here in our community that love ECU athletics as much as you do? Robbie's Clubhouse is a local nonprofit organization that can turn your unused ECU tickets into a fun day for a family with special needs. If you can't make it to the next Pirate game, simply call 1-800-DOLL-ECU and uh, donate and designate your tickets for Robbie's Clubhouse. If you know of a family that needs tickets to a game, call Robbie's Clubhouse at 252-916-9117. Now let's head back in to the show. Here's Clip. Shotty with you, with you. Shotty with you. Uh, people still say shawty. Shawty with oh, you. Yeah. What's up, shawty? Shawty with you. <laughs> Who is shawty this? Shawty with you. This is Jay Beebs, man. It's the Beebs. Nah, something about Justin Bieber saying shawty rubs me the wrong yeah. way. <laughs> he was friends with Ludacris when he was 13, so uh, he can say shawty. Yeah. He's got the cred. He's got the street cred. All right. Whatever. <laughs> all right. To all you shawties and tallies out there, welcome back to the show. You like that song a lot, huh, Joey? Yeah, yeah I, I like a, that song, too. That it's one of, my, one of my faves. Came out when I was maybe 13, 14, so it was a banger. Right, in the, wheel, right in the wheelhouse. Yeah, total titty bopper type song. We were talking Christmas movies yesterday. Do you have a favorite Christmas movie? Gotta watch every December Polar Express. Uh, I don't think I've ever seen it. Polar oh. Express? It's a good one. I know, like, it's got freaky-looking visuals. Like, I've seen people say it's almost scary. Like, the just the way the graphics look or whatever. The, yeah, I mean, it can scare you a little bit. Yeah. A little scary. My, uh, mine is the all-time classic. It's a Christmas story. You'll shoot your eye out, kid. That one is always on. Fragile. Uh, they do like a 24-hour marathon of that. Oh, right? yeah. Oh, like yeah. TNT Must be Italian. Yeah. Well, my favorite part is is uh, when the father goes down to fix the furnace and, you know, he is just dog cussing and he's like a freaking, 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 freaking. And uh, it just reminds me so much of my childhood. So uh, I do love A Christmas Story. Have to watch it every year. And Home Alone, of All right. course. This just in. We have two tickets to ECU South Carolina. Oh, uh-huh. that we are, I guess, giving away on the air. And you want to do it right now? I uh, let's do it to the first caller. First caller, and you got to sing your favorite Christmas song. Three one seven twelve fifty. Somebody call in right now and win these two tickets. And you don't even have to pick them up. Uh, we've got the barcode here. Oh, so you got it digitally, so they can yeah. be sent to you. So okay. we will, so we will text you the tickets. Oh, nice! So all you have to do is call well, in. We have a caller. All Hang right, on. let's put them on there. We got to see who we got. Uh, so these will be for South Carolina, East Carolina, coming up Saturday at noon. I saw ECU basketball put out a uh, tweet that this is the first time an SEC opponent will come to Menjis in over 20 years. I was at the last one in 2013 as East Carolina beat Ole Miss on a sunday afternoon and um it'll be a saturday afternoon this time in Menji's coliseum east carolina looking to take down south carolina for the second time in a row and thursday what are you doing thursday night yoey thursday night probably not busy so we are having a watch along a watch party for ecu and florida 
Okay. Me, Sean, and Coach Mac. Okay. If you want to uh, stroll in. Yeah, I have to stroll in then. Okay. That's going to be fun. Uh, hopefully, rooting the Pirates on to a victory over the Gators. All right. We, uh, I believe, have a winner on the line. Shirley is going to punch that winner up. And who do we have, Shirley? We have our resident Carolina Panther fan, Susan Deans. All right. We'll talk, we're talking Panthers football in just a moment with tony dunn who is here and tony has uh, been working out a lot hopefully he will participate in our taste test that we will be doing of the uh pop tarts all right susan um i know you're wanting to win in the treasure chest but here's a yep. here's an appetizer for you two tickets so you uh you'll be able to attend the game tomorrow or give them to somebody that can yes i will okay great uh, well, Shirley said you have to sing your favorite Christmas song. Are you willing to do that? That I don't. I do not want the tickets if I have to sing my favorite song. All right, Joey, you'll have to sing that Bieber song for Susan to win. So sing a little bit of that. Uh, under the mistletoe. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Shawty. <laughs> that was for you, Shawty. <laughs> All right. Okay, Joey. <laughs> Susan, uh, we will take these tickets to you, and you'll be able to scan them at the door and walk on in. Gotcha. So I know that I should be able to win this treasure chest because I've been thinking y'all have blocked my number. No. I call every day for the treasure chest. So now you have my number. So it cannot be blocked, and I should be a winner very soon. No nefarious stuff, no conspiracy. You can call in just like everybody else, and maybe we'll hear from you later this afternoon. Well, you probably will. All right. Okay. Congrats, Susan. Thank Thank you. All right. Okay, bye-bye. Stay tuned for the Depressing Panthers talk coming up next right here on Pirate Radio. All right, Susan Deans is in and is a winner. She'll be going to ECU and South Carolina. Uh, Real quick program alerts coming up monday at three ellerby won't be here uh we'll have a severe lack of hair in the studio because we're trading ellerby's big wig for the shaved head of greg hudson coach hud former ecu defensive coordinator will be on the show from three to four on monday next tuesday at five o'clock we'll talk to ecu head baseball coach cliff godwin uh, I got an announcement coming up there as well. And uh, that moves Bryce to next Wednesday at 5. And coming up Wednesday, December 20th at 3 o'clock, ECU Athletics Director John Gilbert uh, will be joining us on the show. So uh, some guest announcements coming up as we roll on through uh, December to remember. Jamie is wearing his Christmas Story leg lamp shirt as we speak, Shirley. Yes! Mike P. added an essential Christmas movie to the list a few years ago, 8-Bit Christmas. I don't think I saw that. But there was a lot of movies similar to that. Like, um, when I say that, like video game based, Wreck-It Ralph, and then Pixel or something? Ready Player One, I think. Yeah, Ready Player One. The one with Ryan Reynolds, uh, I liked. It was like something like Player One or... What was that Ryan Reynolds movie that I liked? Because it had uh, Jody Kamer. I, I don't know how to pronounce her last name, but Free Guy. Free Guy, yeah, Free yeah, guy. yeah, yeah. That's a good I one. I enjoyed that. I don't know if I saw Eight Bit Christmas. Uh, I will uh, check that one out. Chad says Die Hard is the best Christmas. Yeah, movie. Uh, Die ask, Hard is. Count? Yes, because it took place at Christmas. Next to Scrooge, he says. I mean, Home Alone is a great Christmas movie. As I love Home Alone. That's in my top five. 
right. most underrated scene that still tickles me to this day in Home Alone is when the pizza guy runs over the lawn jockey. Oh yeah, okay. He hits when the lawn scared. jockey, the lawn jockey in the front yard when he's when he comes Kicked up. To change a filthy animal. Uh huh. I have a Christmas outfit that says "Merry Christmas, you filthy animal" on it. I will wear that on the twenty second, on our final day for this year. We will look forward to that. And right now, we will take a break. When we return, NFL talk, taste test, forty bowls in fourteen days, little scary edition. And more on Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. We'll open up the Pirate Radio Treasure Chest coming up hour three of the show. All right, we are back with you after these words. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'm going to be under the mistletoe. And I don't want to miss out on the holiday, but I can't stop staring at your face. I should be playing in the winter snow, but I'ma be under the mistletoe with you, 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 shorty, with you, with you. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Washington's favorite place to eat and where all the locals go is down on Main Street. Down on Main Street's famous weekday lunch specials are only $7.99. Stop by for the house salad with grilled chicken, the half club sandwich with chips, or everyone's favorite, the fried shrimp plate. After work, down on Main Street is the perfect spot for dinner and drinks on the patio. Join Down on Main every Wednesday for half price swings as well from 4 p.m. to close. Down on Main Street, on Main Street in historic downtown Washington. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Back with you, Pirate Radio Live, hour number two. Still to come on today's show, we'll talk to Morgan Aylers. We'll open up the treasure chest. Mark Greenheld will join us. And uh, a lot more on the way on this Friday. Shirley Rhodes, young Joey, and Tony Dunn joining us in the Pirate Radio studios. What's up, Tony? Hello. What's what's good in your neighborhood? Um, I got a good family, a good job. <laughs> all right. That's it. That's about all. <laughs> Nothing good in uh, the sports world no. going on for you right now. Um, all right. Let's uh, let's do our taste test real quick. Let's go ahead and knock that out of the way. So Monday, what's your favorite kind of pop tart, Tony? Favorite pop tart. It's got to be just the straight originals. Probably blueberry. With frosting or without? With frosting. All right. So Joey's favorite is strawberry milkshake, which I've never heard of nor seen. And he said that he would never eat another Pop-Tart until he saw these back on the shelves. And it had been like four years. Well, then a few hours after that, he's walking through the store and sees them and purchases uh, some. And have you ever had one of these before? Yeah, now they're yeah, a lot. I haven't had a Pop Tart in like <laughs> 10 years, probably. So we're going to try these. Well, well, we'll just do one. Yeah, we, I don't. Yeah. You know, it's, you know it's nice when it says it's back on the bottom. It's back. <laughs> and Joey has never had a Christmas. Uh, a Christmas I do that tree. a lot. A Christmas tree cake. <laughs> a Christmas tree cake. 
you can take yours. And he is going to try one of these. Where's Shirley go? Yeah. All right. I'm going Christmas tree cake after this, then. All right, cool. Yeah, we got plenty of them. Thanks to our friend Bo Bats, who dropped off uh, several boxes yesterday. So, uh, first first smell boy it is uh it's pretty strong a lot of strawberry coming through tony is already uh t- taking a bite out of his i'll take one out of mine here hmm oh yeah take a bite chew, think absorb mm-hmm. enjoy it is it's a top three really I like that Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, it's not too sweet. Be harsh critics. I want. I want. Like I thought it was gonna be like because it said milkshake. Like I did too. I so was my first sugary. thought. That that's that's where those like chocolate s'mores one get me. Like it's just mm. too much of a sugar bomb. That's good. The strawberry's not too strawberry too, so it's like the milkshake part balances it out, so it doesn't taste too fake strawberry. I'm gonna say this though. I need decimal. I think I like good. the regular strawberry more than these. Mm. I'm not saying it's bad. I like it. From a Pop-Tart standpoint, this is a, at least an eight. Oh, that's hot. I mean, it's good. That's a, that's I'm not good. saying it's not Very good. good. Uh, can I take uh, one of these home to my daughter? Yeah, yeah. She'll, uh, she'll enjoy that. All right. Take her this one. Now let's get your take on the Christmas tree cake, which to me are 10 out of 10, but everybody's got different taste buds. Let's see what your taste buds are saying for these. These are the vanilla kind. I also don't know if they're from the generation of like Little Debbie snacks like we were, like Star Crunch, Swiss cake. I mean, uh, zebra cakes were. You got to just oatmeal cookies straight. This tastes like a zebra cake. Yeah, it is. It's with really a, good. And a Christmas tree, and you got the little sprinkles on top. That's about the only difference. Yeah, I like this a lot. Yeah. I understand why my mom didn't buy me so many. <laughs> <laughs> so what's your uh, number grade on those? When you talk about a store-bought snack, where would you put it? I'd definitely give it like an 8.4 out of 10. Yeah. All right. Is it your favorite little Debbie type? I call them... I don't know if Little Debbie makes it, but that's I think I so. And my favorite would be zebra cakes year round, and this I like those more than zebra cakes. So yes, that is my all time favorite. Mine is Star Crunch. I love the Star Crunch. What about uh, man? The oatmeal cookies yeah, were good. Oatmeal cream pies. Oatmeal cream what about pies? the chocolate Loves ones? Then they had the chocolate ones too. Chocolate what? Christmas tree cakes? No, the chocolate instead of like a oatmeal. It was cookie. It was the two chocolate cookies with the little chocolate filling. Okay. Just like a chocolate cookie thing. I used to like the um, chocolate chip cookies with fudge the... Fudge rounds. That's what okay. they were called, fudge rounds. I like the chocolate chip cookies with the vanilla filling. Like the okay. sandwich. I like yeah. those. Double My decker, favorite is the Swiss cake roll. That's another great one. Uh, Shirley is going to try her first strawberry milkshake Pop-Tart. I'm a big fan of strawberries. I'm not going to tell you our grades because I don't want to influence you. Um, what is our grade uh, scale? Just like one point? out of ten at, from all the pop tarts you've ever had. Where okay. was this one right? Let me ask you this: Are you a fan of the strawberry frosting pop tarts? Like the OG? Yes, yes, okay. yes. The OG right. ones, yes. Uh, strawberry and blueberry are my two favorites. Okay. So. And cherry is good too. Mm, I don't like cherry. Right. <laughs> I don't like cherry. Shirley is chewing tasting 
processing. Uh, nodding. We got a nod and approval. Not bad. Oh, not bad. Not no. overly. No, I was expecting to, because typically, strawberry milkshake, sometimes they tend to be a little overly sweet. That is exactly what Tony said and exactly what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, not overly sweet at all. Perfect mix. Okay. Not bad. Not bad. Mix that with a glass of milk. Boy. Would that milkshake bring all the boys to the yard, in your opinion? They're like, it's better than yours, I can teach you. But I'd have to charge. Yep. <laughs> all right, what is your uh, rating? On a scale of one to ten? Yes. With a decimal. With a decimal? <laughs> I'm going eight. Uh, whoops. I'll add a point one to mine. I mean, if you felt like you were 8.00, then I didn't. I, did, I, I, was not. I will give this a strong 8.8. Whoa. I will give this a strong 8.8. I, I, this is not as bad as i thought it was gonna be i really am impressed thank you for feeding the class today for sure no problem enjoyed it man i needed a snack i'm not gonna eat till later so all right chad likes fudge rounds jamie said donut sticks nutty bar i used to like Uh, nutty bars kaz likes those nutty bars if you stick them in the freezer are those the wafer ones yeah yeah nutty but yeah stick stick them in the freezer oh they're so good good. this is the second time this week chad you've been just too late to get a joke in that i said yeah he was asking does it bring all the boys and girls to the yard beat you to it chad beat you gotta be quicker than that all right gotta uh, listen on the radio and type on the youtube i had a question get a second advantage for tony uh if steve wilkes was the head coach how many wins would the panthers have this year four yeah and they have are they still at one, one? boy one one win why stare at me like that i don't know it's bad um and now i guess well now there's like this big expose on how like the coaching staff was texting tepper behind reich's back and ooh, um, juicy yeah a couple of staff members are texting ben johnson about the situation like don't come yeah ooh, they described boy. it as a hunger games uh, <laughs> once they realized that once frank Wright realized that his job was gonna be gone or on, like is that they started forming factions no. and uh, Forget Hard Knocks. We need MTV cast to come and just record. Yeah. It's a reality TV show. It's just show. a real world. Do you uh, believe all this? Like, do you think all this is really going on, or is it overblown? Or I, You know what? It's a pretty in-depth story by Joe Person. Okay. I think that, I, you know what, as I feel like there's always, and when there's a lot of money involved, when there's a lot of people's careers involved, there's always going to be a level of, kind of corporate espionage you know like positioning for yourself um i think what it shows you is that everybody no one is immune to when losing happens to start to get in the blame game to start going into self-preservation mode um and it's really i think i'm more just surprised that it's like this under a staff under a guy who seems so mild-mannered that that type of culture behind the scenes would exist yeah seems like a very stable person and then right yeah i'm with you there so a lot of people where some of the things they've talked about is how tepper encouraged him to go outside his normal relationships when hiring people 
and you know like kind of getting a thomas brown which he had not worked with from a different type of styled offense and things and trying to mash these great minds together and how that created its own personality conflicts and things behind the scenes so um uh that reminds me just when you said that of of what ecu's doing this offseason but it's completely different reich is an offensive guy and he's bringing in an offensive coordinator that he doesn't have experience with whereas mike houston defensive guy bringing in john david baker who they didn't know each other two weeks ago but he's giving him the reins to right. run the offense when you you're talking about a situation where you got two offensive guys that could clash yeah and uh so i mean it's just uh i don't know it's just as strange when you see people that are in such high positions that fall into the same kind of problems that less successful people do on a daily basis uh we'll get back to the panthers in a moment but jamie asked a question and it, it, it this really irritates me he said is dak the current nfl mvp no one wants to say dak is but if not him who cj stroud yeah. duh i'm okay with dak <laughs> winning the mvp here's here are my candidates dak christian mccaffrey tyree kill yeah, I like that. But they're not going to win because they're not quarterbacks. CJ Stroud, you said you would get on the CJ That's fine. Stroud. But Adam, but he's not it. the most valuable player of the league. Tyreek Hill. Why not? Because he's not. He's up. He's, he's fine. I put him in. The, he's up for offensive. He's, he's a rookie of the year. He can what be a backtracker. This guy is. He said, "I'm if tired they go of quarterbacks." And win this game. Who was it that we said if he could beat the? Uh, who was it? beat uh the bills he, look i like cj stroud game though there was it a doesn't game. who cares i care well look it up you got a phone it was the game we did two weeks ago. i know i think it was the bills no houston they didn't they beat, beat the somebody bills. good chiefs no i don't know i don't know i don't care I'm irritated looking at these odds for MVP this year. To me, it just seems like we've had such not a strong case of a quarterback play. Let me. And we we're forcing a quarterback. This to win. is exactly. the first year we could go non-quarterback. Well, let's do that. It should be Tyreek Hill or McCaffrey. Exactly. You, you hit that on the nail. I'm not gonna lie. Because here are the odds. Prescott. Prescott. Guess who Prescott? Bengals. It was the Bengals. With a, with the a healthy Burrow. Yeah. Uh, Prescott and Brock Purdy have even odds right now. Brock Purdy, he's not the MVP. Jalen Hurts, sure. Mahomes, Tua, Jackson. And then we finally get to Tyreek Hill. After that, Stroud. Guess it, like Josh Allen and Christian McCaffrey have the same odds. That is stupid. That's what irritates me. It doesn't have to be a quarterback. It doesn't. Tyreek Hill might do something we've never seen before. 2K. Why is, why is he not the MVP? Has no one ever gotten 2,000? No. He's like going to get like 2,300 yards. Christian not- McCaffrey, NFL leading rusher. I would give it to him way before Brock Purdy. I think I would give it to Tyreek before I'd give it to Christian McCaffrey. I would yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. Tyreek's got like done... He is just, and his games are just so giant, too. It's just like... His plays, his games, everything. It's just game-changing. He's got just under 1,500 yards with under 100 receptions. This is is how good Tyreek Hill has 
been, and it's not new, by the way. I mean, this guy's been doing this for a minute. I saw a tweet that said, is it time to have a conversation about Tyreek Hill being the greatest deep threat ever? And I was like, oh, my God. Who's the greatest deep threat ever? Randy, Randy Moss. And it was just like, am I? Who's the second? I, I was sitting there going, holy crap, this actually is a legitimate conversation. I, I thought say, I would never have. It's kind of like Wayne Gretzky being the greatest hockey player of all time. You just never thought anybody could even get in the same freaking universe as Randy Moss. Jerry Rice does still have the most catches. He has yeah. every record ever. He is. He but is Randy Moss is the ultimate throw it up to him. God. I would put Deshaun Jackson in that category, but I think, I guess Hill out. has probably already passed Deshaun Jackson. I think Hill has just been so consistently good for so long now. I mean, it's like seven years he's been doing this. Yeah. He's doing what, and like, it's basically Antonio Brown was on this trajectory until yeah. they got perfected is that what happened to him i mean it seemed like ever since that perfect hit is when the cte went like full-blown it'll probably be dak to win the mvp really yeah that's gonna be so i'd rather give it to jalen hurts well you you want to give it to the best player I, i don't know I mean, Dak's playing – well, like, why is he – what is the argument for him being – like, I mean, he hasn't uh, – I mean, he's just, what, picked it up over the last four weeks? That all – I mean, their offense is pretty damn doing well. phenomenal. Yeah. Right after – I mean, it really kicked in, what, after that uh, the Philly game? So, Dak on the year has 26 touchdowns to six picks. Great numbers. Jalen Hurts has – 19 to 10. Now Hertz is going to have more rushing yards. I think Stroud is in the should be in the really be in the conversation. He point. should. I'm not saying he but should. But they're 7 and 5 after winning what? One game last year. Here's what Stroud has going for him. He's the NFL's leading passer yep. in yards. 20 touchdowns to 5 picks. Phenomenal. Yeah. So clearly the rookie of the year um, I, mean, I he's just putting like three fifty up a game, dude. It's yeah. crazy. It's five out of those five picks, three was in one game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He went like six weeks without throwing one. We have got to make a change where this is not just automatically a quarterback award. Same for the NFL offensive. What if player they again. did a separate award? QB of the year, the and Peyton Manning quarterback, the Tom Brady quarterback of the year goes yeah. to this, and, and then, then they have a most valuable non QB. But we don't need, we don't have to do that. We don't, we can just just give it to the best offensive player, which right now is Tyree Kill or this Christian is McCaffrey. Really bugging you? I know. I don't. I've never seen you get. Well, I mean, I have seen you like this before. I think because why so quickly? No one even said anything. The Commanders are out of it. I need something to get excited and and passionate about, and maybe this is Tyreek, man. Well, here's what bugged me: seeing uh, Josh Allen and Christian McCaffrey having the same odds. That's what really got to me. Who's more valuable right now? I mean, who's better, McCaffrey? Gosh, I could make a bad joke here. Do you want to do it? No. Okay. I will not issue an apology like Sean McDermott. (laughs) <laughs> how about that the best terrorist <laughs> we gotta be more like these terrorist guys yeah. they got their bleep straight 
I just I'll never understand. I know these guys are trying to motivate, make analogies all the time. Their material gets old. They got to come up with new stuff. But the stuff they come up with sometimes. I mean, it did really what you should say is like remind Sean McDermott that half of the room he's talking to was like three when that happened. That is also true. I can't believe I'm saying this, but like I've said it on the show before. If you try, if you think you're making a good point and you're using Hitler or slavery, right even if it's the best point you've ever made in your life it's probably not worth it you can find another analogy let's add the terrorist of 9-11 to that list think of how dedicated all of these kamikaze pilots had to be and flying across the pacific to bomb exactly it's not there's other analogies out there you can go to just go to a good old children's story or something like that so mcdermott apologized he did, but then there's another. But now there's a story out about how he didn't like Cam. Have yeah. you seen this? Yeah. Which is what Tony's really oh, offended yeah. by. And if I don't get apology for this right away, this guy is on not getting a Christmas card for me. But the most bizarre story comes about today, and it's or yesterday, and that Cam Newton, uh, that Sean McDermott was not a fan of Cam Newton, even though. Two years ago, there's a bunch of stories about how nice he was to Cam and how the Cam's was with his kids and how he would never forget that and respect that. But supposedly, uh, 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 Sean McDermott said that Cam Newton ruined the Carolina Panthers. That was in the quote. And that he would peep his head into offensive meetings and say, M-F-er Cam Newton. And that's it. Like what? What kind of world does anybody pop their head in and just say that and then Wait, walk who away? Who said that? Sean McDermott. How did he ruin the Panthers? That's <laughs> where it doesn't really give us anything, and then all of these people are going nuts on the internet, making it like this guy might be starting to lose it. I don't know. Nine eleven analogies, and then, then that Cam if, turning his back on the man that got was MVP. Jamie, are you trying to antagonize me and get me riled up? Or are you really that stupid? I really hope it's Uh-oh. the first option. Jamie said, "Clip hates Dallas and Dag. That's why he's mad with Dallas Is and Dag's Jamie success." A Colts what? fan? Yes, but did I you not hear me say that Dak is fine? Is like. It could win. Hell, I got in an argument with Tony because I said Dak should win the MVP over C.J. Stroud. I'm not saying Dak isn't going to win or shouldn't win. Did you not hear what I freaking said? I said, oh, let's God. stop just giving it to quarterbacks for the sake of giving it to a quarterback. Clip needs a mitle. Uh This is you want to read? You want me to read it? Well, whatever. <laughs> All right. I'm tired of this show. So this is. Uh, um, this did not stop McDermott from bashing Newton and staff meetings. One of the Bills' assistants Go Long spoke to for this series said that McDermott's frame of reference as a coach was watching Newton, in his mind, ruin the Panthers. Quote, he used to come into offensive meetings, this source said, and just MF Cam Newton. Aside from the objective lunacy, this created awkwardness. Before becoming Bill's uh, quarterback's coach and offensive coordinator, Ken Dorsey served as co- uh, Newton's uh, quarterback coach. Dorsey was responsible for Newton's rise, which is not true, 
And thus, Dorsey understandably wondered if McDermott knew he was sitting in the same room. Now, to me, is this, is this, if, if this was a true, true story, wouldn't there have to be some other words that also were said? Do you just like, what if I just walked in that room and right. said, MF Joey, and then just left? Which is why I'm out of nowhere. worried about his mental state. Like, is he just a complete wackadoodle or what are we missing here? And it's, this is about something that happened eight years ago. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The world's they don't want. Look, there's a. This is Ken Dorsey just letting out all the bad stuff now because he got fired. Chad said Derrick Henry should have been MVP in 2020 when he went over 2,000, but did not finish in the top three for voting. Exactly, Chad. You are correct. Cass said, "I'll play devil's advocate. An MVP shouldn't lose three games in a row. What if they go seven? What if they go 14 and three? The Niners did." That's a, that, I disagree with that. They can lose how many ever if they're the best player. I mean, I think that Tyreek is arguably just having such an end. Do you, I mean, is McCaffrey season that good or is it just touchdown laden? He's leading the league in touchdown. He had that streak where he had all those touchdowns in a row. Um, I think that are his rushing numbers and receiving numbers. He's not on pace for a thousand thousand like uh, he was, but is he? So let's see here. So he's got a thousand rushing yards already. Yep. Oh wow, maybe uh, he is tied for second in the league. Who's the most touchdowns. valuable player on the 49ers right now? It's him, Caffrey. So and they've got Brock Purdy with okay. the highest odds with Dak Prescott. That's what irritates me. I think McCaffrey is valuable if you put Sam Darnold in, or if you put. By the way, where's Trey Lance? He's, he's in Dallas. Dallas. Yeah, <laughs> forgot about that guy. Yeah, fix that. <laughs> Jack was asking why is Sean in the offensive meeting? He would just peep his so head he could in. MFK. He would just open the door and say, "Because <laughs> he's a whack." You child. know what it almost sounds like is that could just be a joke. Almost, I know. Like you open it up and you just say, "Yeah," oh, and then out. Like it's like that's right. like the whole thing is why are you even having an offensive meeting? When you're just gonna say Cam do everything, I don't know. so McCaffrey's on a thousand rushing yards, twelve touchdowns, and almost five hundred receiving yards with five MVP. Touchdowns. Close. So seventeen yeah, total touchdowns. Jamie says, "Can we discuss the unexpected success of the AFC South?" No. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and make picks. Yes, we can. I like that. Damn it! <laughs> back with you after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back. UBE has been an ECU tradition for over 50 years. You can shop online anytime at piratewear.com. UBE has the biggest and best selection of ECU sportswear and accessories for pirates of all ages. Every day is game day at UBE. And Bud Light reminds pirate fans to always stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. We got to make our picks, but we also need to open up 40 bowls in 14 days. Shirley, do you have the little scary edition? All right. I have not even heard this. Little scary sent it over, and uh, I hope he edited it properly and there's no cuss words. We'll see. Uh, Uh Go ahead and hit it. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days, 14. I'm riding down your chimney like an 18 wheeler trucker. Trucker. Get the presents up, sucker. Ain't no horseshoes, you're all out of lucker. Hey, look, you're catching strays. You ain't gonna make it to New Year's Day. Carrying your casket through the Rose Bowl parade. Parade. Throwing so much shade. Hey. You look tired, you need a Gatorade. You need to put down all that haterade. Are you listening to what I say? Dead friend, man, we all in the play. Let's hey. Go. Oh, 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 oh. 40 bowls in 14 days. Yeah. I got to say it. He threw it down. He threw it down. A little scary. All right. Dead Fred. Wow. Just uh, just very inappropriate. Uh, Very inappropriate, though. He grew up in that gangsta rap era. I would say for Little Scary, that was appropriate. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That was appropriate. Yeah, he came out swinging. He said he was going to carry somebody's casket at the Rose Bowl parade. That is messed up. All right. Uh, Las Vegas Bowl, Tony. Northwestern versus Utah. Northwestern, I can't believe they're in a bowl. Remember, like, all the issues they had going into the season? Yeah. Credit to them. Utah, uh, their quarterback got hurt, or they would have been in the mix with Oregon and Washington at the end of it because they had a good season despite – cam rising getting hurt uh northwestern and utah las vegas bowl who you got i'm gonna go the utes the utes i bet you're a fan of did you see how i spelled utah i I meant to spell tony um (laughs) my mind is uh racing um you're a fan of my cousin Vinny. oh of course yeah that's a great uh of course what's a grit <laughs> All right, let's get to the oh, picks. I have one question about the forty bowls in fourteen days. So yes, the original. Yes, has anybody counted how many times you've said forty bowls in fourteen days? Ever? Like because if you could trim it to be forty times, could be a cool play. I don't think I'm following you. Are you following him? Forty bowls in fourteen days. 40. You say it. You say it over and over and over. Sure. I wonder if there's in the song, exactly in the song, 40, forty times. Okay. All right. Then okay. We'll, see. we'll have to count it. Somebody count it next time. Uh, we will have 
Jamie and Chad really enjoyed that. Glad to hear it. Uh, we will have a Joey Espanol edition of 40 Bowls in 14 <laughs> Days coming soon. So we've got that in the works. Uh, right now, I need to catch Joey in the picks because he has 116 points on the year wins. I'm gonna I'm gonna say points now because we're throwing in this double point thing. So I'm gonna say he's at 116. I'm at 114. Tony's creeping. Yeah. Tony yeah. is is still in this thing. Yeah, I am. At 109. Danny Beal, 105. Chandler, 100. So, Joey, you got that Dreamville shirt on, but you ain't got nothing on Little Scary, says Eric. <laughs> look, Eric, I can get him to stew. All right. Little, little <laughs> Scary know. makes Joey look like a rapper from the suburbs named Jay Coles. <laughs> Eric's going after you, man. Uh, Bears at Falcons. Now, whose picks do you got? You got Chandler's? I just got Chandler in my You don't have Danny's? I don't have Danny's. All right. Bucks at Falcons. I will take whoever's at home. So, give me the Falcons. We got the Falcons over here as well. Chandler and me. Ooh, I might take the Bucks. Bucks Island for Tony. We'll get Danny's at a later date. All right, uh, Lions at Bears. Gosh, the Lions are good, but they are shaky. But I will take the Lions on the road. The same. I don't feel uh, great about it, but give me the Lions. Taking the Lions, and so is Chandler. Colts at Bengals. How about Jake Browning the other night? Winning one on the road in a big spot for Cincinnati. And, oh, yeah. So I did say, when you said you're picking against the Bengals the rest of the year, I said I'm taking them the rest of the year. So I have to take the Bengals. In fact, I forgot about that last week. And if I would have, I would have got another game on you. But I totally forgot about that. So you have to pick the Colts here. Yeah, no problem. Okay, and you have no problem doing so. Tony? Yeah, I'm picking the Colts as well. All right, and Chandler? Colts. Okay, I'm on the Bengals island. Jags at Browns. Browns lost last week. The Rams with their quarterback issues. <coughs> Jags lost somehow to Browning and the Bengals. Well, they also lost their quarterback and their too. quarterback. And I saw he would be a uh, like a game time decision. It looks like. Man, did you see his leg just fold? Yuck! Yuckety yuck! I'm gonna take the Browns to win this somehow. Me too. Okay. Wow. Uh, we're going Jags. Okay. Panthers at Saints. I'm a little nervous about this. I'm thinking of making the Saints my survivor pick. Now, what's their quarterback deal? It's always just in flux of Carr Taysom James. and Jameis. So, Carr's out. Yeah, didn't you see his head? I showed it to you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to... Wait. All right. Carr is listed as questionable. Right concussion, right rib, right shoulder. Right, like his whole right side of his body is hurt. Give me Jameis and the Saints to beat the Panthers. Yeah, um, this is one of those games that the Panthers probably are going to win and make the dang <laughs> NFC South look stupid. Yeah. Uh, but I'm going to pick the Paints. The Paints. The Paints. The Paints right now. It pains you to say it. Uh, Saints all around. All right. Everybody's going Saints. I don't know if I want this to be. If y'all have a survivor pick idea, and we are in Survivor 3.0, so the teams I've used is the 
Cowboys and Dolphins. I've just picked against the Commanders every week, but they haven't. They don't play this week. Texans at Jets. Give me Stroud. Same here, both ways. Yeah, Zach Wilson taking back over now. Gosh, poor guy. I hear a lot of poor guy for Zach Wilson. Um, you know, is they have they ruined him? No, I, I don't. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I that's know. what everybody says. He's just bad. Don't forget, I he's like, also a number two pick. Like he's supposed yes. to be decent. Has the Jets have the Jets ruined Wilson, or has Wilson ruined the Jets? I lean more to the second part of that. Yeah, the pick of him anyway. Whoever made that call. Yeah, I don't get a lot right, but I did think he would not be good. Was that a solid pick? Was that his team at the time? I, th- I think so. Man, so his first pick was a huge miss. I believe so. Uh, Rams at Ravens. The Ravens. <laughs> I always do this. I'm always like, all right, y'all watch out now. Nah. I always, and it's all like for whoever's playing at Baltimore. I'm like, the Rams are going to stick with them and it's going to be a blowout. In fact, maybe this should be my survivor pick this week. I'm going to take the Ravens. Lamar Jackson back at practice. Everybody taking the Ravens? Yep. yep. All right. What do we? What was it? Did you message me during? Um, did you message Twitter us on during that? Um, <laughs> Forty hours. Forty nine. Forty nine. You're like, oh, you're gonna listen to me and learn about one day. You're gonna learn about football. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was feeling like. Are you learning about the Ravens? I don't. I'll never learn. I was feeling myself because I made that my two point pick, and I felt pretty bold about it. I saw it was the first thing I woke up and saw. I was like, man, I wish I would have seen this in the moment. Mm. What are we doing with Vikings at Raiders, guys? The Vikings. Vikings. Jefferson is back. Hmm. Okay. Both ways. Finally, get Dobbs a real weapon. Who is the Raiders quarterback? Aiden O'Connell. Yeah, whoever that is. He's getting, uh, he's getting, what's it called, when you look into somebody. A lot of his best friends are working for better picks, and they're winning a lot of money. Oh, really? Yeah. So I will take the Vikings then. Everybody on the Vikings? Yeah. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We will make our picks, as Chad points out, Tony. How about a Monday night? I don't even know if it's a doubleheader. They're on at the same time. Two Monday night games that start at the same time. Split screen. So we will uh, pick those. The Sunday nighter. We got some good ones coming up. Bills at Chiefs, Eagles at Cowboys. I think Broncos at Chargers will be a close game. I don't know if it'll be a good game, but we'll pick those when we return. Wrap up hour two of Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 2 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour is brought to you by Country Mart. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations, in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 903. Country Mart, fueling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Town Insurance is your premier independent insurance agency. From maximizing opportunities to minimizing risk, Town's insurance advisors offer expert professional advice to clients of all sizes. 
uh, for personal or business insurance questions, call 756-8300 today. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right, back with you. Pirate Radio Live on a Friday. We are opening up the treasure chest coming up in hour number three. Got that on the way. Right now we are making NFL picks. And the 49ers host the Seahawks and San Fran flex their muscle last week in philly and i say they'll do it again against the seahawks who are we at what's the game sorry i'm watching jason kelsey seahawks at niners seahawks at 49ers 49ers sir 49ers all the way through and by the way this is i don't have all of danny's picks but i do have his double up this is his double pick for the week the 49ers beating the seahawks uh bills at chiefs chiefs the chiefs unless they all rally together like suicide but no do you think mcdermott got his guys fired up enough <laughs> with his 9-11 references it's us against the world is that what this is what i love it's who, the world against us yeah 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 is uh who was it that uh, recently had this? It was they're like a good team, and they're like nobody believes in us. And I felt like they Georgia, were just I believe, ma- making the story up. Yeah. That by the way, you uh, due to your wife, you have some Georgia connections. Are they yes. bummed out this week? Yeah. Oh, terribly that they. You know, and it's, it's almost like uh, kind of hard to conceive that they're just not in the playoff. To be honest, because they've only lost one game in three years. And, yeah. And it was just like up. Oh, we're not in the play. They're not in the top four. <laughs> what? Yeah, it, and it's understandable because of the year that Washington had. They're undefeated. They got to be there. Texas' uh, only loss was to Bama, who won the SEC championship, or on, they beat Bama, I should say. Only lost to Oklahoma. So you could, you could, if if we had six, it would be perfect this year. Yeah, because you could add Florida State and Georgia, and everybody's really quickly though between you two. If you guys were the committee, what would your playoff be? <sighs> I guess I would have Texas out and Florida State in. I think so. Also, still leaving out Georgia. Yeah, I mean they're a loss, but they got a loss. Now, if you told me to just put the best four teams in, I would have Georgia in. Is that not the college football playoff? No, because then the games wouldn't matter at all. Fair enough. Well, I said you're the committee, so you can do it. Yeah, I think this is the best argument I heard. Okay, I would have East Carolina in. Let's go, (laughs) Natty, baby. I think the best argument I've heard for it is is that if Florida State doesn't deserve to be ranked number four, why are they ranked five ahead of Georgia and these three other teams that everybody also says is are better than them? Yeah, why aren't they? Why don't they just go out and say that they're ranked seventh then? And yeah. Because the undefeated does matter. I also am confused by this is that we're like, this has never happened before. Haven't we only had this playoff system for like 10 years? Yeah. So it's like we don't have a giant long-term track record. To- kind of crazy that it happened the final year of the four. Yeah. They're going and to now 12. they're going to go to one that takes care of this, I would say. Takes care of this. And once yeah. you start arguing about 13 and 14, it's not a big of a deal. Yeah. Right. I feel right. like. Uh, thank you, Kaz, for pointing that out. I did see this earlier today. Isaiah Pacheco is out for the Chiefs, but we're still taking the Chiefs. Uh, Broncos and Chargers. I I have a policy here, and that is to pick against the Chargers. So I will take the Broncos. You know, I think I am too. 
Chandler will take the Broncos. I will take the Chargers. Oh, gosh. All right. Eagles at boys. Chandler's got the boys. I've got Eagles. I'm going to take the Cowboys, too. I want the Eagles. I believe in these guys. Okay. Titans at Dolphins. Oh, uh, Dolphins. And who gets to go in there? Twofer. This is what I want my twofer to be. Sorry, Chandler has already picked it. Dang it. And uh, he picks ahead of you because his record is worse. Poor. Everybody taking the Dolphins? Yep. All right. And that is a Monday nighter, as is Packers at G-Man. How about the Pack, if the playoffs started today, are in? Wow. (laughs) Wow. Did you know that? Did not. They have been, uh, and they back to back weeks, they have beaten the Lions and the Chiefs. Pretty impressive. What did, uh, what was the other uh, two pointer that was picked? Niners. Dang it. We'll pick this game and then we'll. Okay. Uh, I will take the Packers. I'll take the Packers on the road. Challenge got the Packers. I got the Giants. All right. I like it, Joey. That's that's why you're in first place. You got to know when to make those kinds of picks. All right, so it is on to Tony to pick his twofer. I'll take the Patriots. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, not bad. You got me for a second. Um, Having I, the first half, not gonna lie. I am gonna go Lions over Bears. It's my twofer. All right. Um, I will take the oh Ravens over the Rams and first place Joey. I'm gonna take. Let's have some fun with it. The Eagles over the Cowboys. Wow, that's fun. We're having fun. We're having fun. All right, Tony, you guys will be having fun. Uh, Friday free for all tonight. Yeah, yeah. I guess there will be a lot of talk about this McDermott story post game on sunday yes check it out youtube uh c3 yeah yeah yeah, about about 30 minutes after the game really right after the game kicks off we'd love to have you guys especially as you know the panthers have been struggling and we've been trying to build this podcast for 10 years we could have used a bump in them doing well but we haven't had that so now well have you seen the negative bump because that happens too we have a negative bump but i feel like the negative bump is getting lower because now it's like really not surprising yeah you go from the hate and the passion and the you're in it bump to the well we don't care we're gonna go be a good dad and not watch the game we had the fire the coach bump yeah okay you get that one you know it's like uh but i mean you got people talking about the draft already dude and i'm like Oh my God! It's one of no first round pick draft. I know right. that's what makes it. With, it's eight months bad. and one day away, guys, because we don't got a first round. We're not picking on the first day, <laughs> and I just I don't know if it's eight months, six months, or whatever it is. We love our football, but when you're in these seasons, you could argue the NFL season is too long. Dude, I never <laughs> thought that until this this year. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, we have seven more of these to do, and then six more of these to do. It's yeah. like take away games and give them to somebody. Brutal. All right. Thank you, Tony. Right, thank Enjoyed you. it, man. We'll uh, take a break. Come back. Morgan Aylers will join us. We'll open up the treasure chest. A lot more to go. Hour three of Pirate Radio Live, and we'll be back with you after this. 
You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Tiebreakers is open every day at 11 a.m. It is the best place to watch your favorite sports while enjoying the best wings in town, along with sandwiches, appetizers, cold beer, and more. Follow Tiebreakers on Facebook and Instagram for daily updates. Tiebreakers in Greenville at Bell's Fork in downtown Winterville on Railroad Street and on Greenville Boulevard in the old Pizza Inn location. Now let's head back in to Pirate Radio Live. Here's your host, Clip Rock. All righty. Welcome back into the show. Clip Brock, Shirley, Joey. And joining us on the Pirate Radio Live line, the voice of Minji's Coliseum, Morgan Ehlers joining us. And looking forward to a fun day in Minji's on Saturday as South Carolina will come to town with a 7-1 and record. Their first loss coming up uh, or came on Wednesday night when they fell to Clemson. Morgan, uh, looking forward to a fun Saturday. How you doing today, man? I am doing great. Yeah, man, it's going to be a real. I got a feeling it's going to be a really rocking atmosphere inside Minji's Coliseum tomorrow, and uh, looking forward to it. SEC South Carolina comes to town. It's going to be a lot of fun. I was frustrated here doing the show Monday, saying, "Why are we losing to Maryland Eastern Shore in the first half? Get it together!" And uh, they sure enough did. And uh, well, late in the first half, they took a lead into the locker room, and in the second half, just came out, poured it on, and uh, that was good to see Morgan them kind of kind of wake up and get it going uh, once again. Those sickness injuries, nothing major, but affecting this team. We saw it with Jaden Walker on uh monday hopefully we can see him in action but brandon even after the game said he still kind of didn't feel 100 percent, and we've seen ezra in and out so mike schwartz kind of dealing with a few things here got his guys on the court but maybe not all at 100 percent right now yeah you know when you get the that bug or whatever it's the flu or whatever it is going around and you're around guys all the time. I mean, you're practicing with them, and you know that that's how you know the, that it sort of spreads around a little bit. It's not like you can isolate yourself and still practice. So uh, hopefully they'll, they'll get better and they'll they'll get uh, together and be able to get out there and play together as a team instead of having to sort of miss uh, mix match pieces. Is that a word mix match? I guess it is now um, pieces to the puzzle a little bit that maybe aren't exactly what you want and. East Carolina, in my opinion, really still hasn't played that complete basketball game, yeah. partly because they have been missing a lot of different pieces from game to game. But uh, I've got a feeling if these guys can get together and get on the floor and get some rhythm going, they, they can be a dangerous basketball team as the season goes on. Morgan Ehlers joining us. I think it was you during our conversation last week, Morgan, talking about how this team had a knack for finding a, a different guy every night, every game, and, and who's going to step up. It was somewhat balanced on Monday, but Ezra uh, was the leading scorer with 18 points. The rest of the big three, if you will, uh, Brandon Johnson with 15, RJ with 13. So those are your three guys in double figures. And uh, it was uh, it was an Ezra game. On Monday, who will it be tomorrow? RJ, Brandon, uh, who knows? Quentin has had one this year. Bobby Pettiford had one against UNCW. I think that's, you know, you'd love to see them all play great every night, but that's just not going to happen, Morgan. But I do like that we've had at least one guy step up in all these games. And by the way, I, I do like the Dusty Roads, if you will. Threw that in for you, yeah. Yeah, well, thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> I, I picked up on it. Um, yeah, you know, it's – when you're doing the scouting report on East Carolina right now, it's not like you could say, okay, 
you've got Brandon Johnson, we've got to shut him down, and we've got Ezra Asar, we've got to shut him down. He, you know, he's their go-to guy. And most teams have one, maybe two go-to guys. East Carolina, I don't know if they've really got that guy, but I'll tell you what they've got. They've got five or six that can be that on any given night, like you just said. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it makes it a tough, miss, uh, tough scout, a tough uh, you know, matchup when it comes to trying to defend East Carolina because you just never know. It could be Quentin DeBunje. He could get hot from the outside. And I'm going to tell you something. The dunk he missed the other night <laughs> yeah. would have made that dunk. You know, he got fouled on the play, but if he would have made that dunk, that would have been the top, the number one play on ESPN because that ball hit the back of the rim and shot way past half court. He has had a lot of those uh, that haven't, he hasn't finished, but man, he can get up and he is fearless uh, when he goes for that dunk. And uh, if you draw a foul and hit the free throws, it's all the same. So we'll take it. Uh, But yeah, super athletic play there the other night talking to morgan aylers looking forward to a fun one saturday in Menji's. first time east carolina has welcomed in a an sec opponent to Menji's in over 20 years and i was there morgan uh, in attendance watching ecu beat Ole miss uh you were were you on the microphone then i assume you were right i was on the microphone that night yeah yeah so uh pirates looking to take down another sc opponent and they'll try to do the same on thursday uh, when they take on Florida, and we'll be in the Pirate Radio studios for that one. We'll have a watch party, myself, Chandler, and special guest, Mac McCarthy. So that'll be fun uh, coming up on Thursday. Come hang out with us and watch the game on YouTube. All right, uh, Morgan, we got a question in the chat from Tyler. He says, is Morgan going to be a guest on the Holt Naylor show? I have been barred. Uh, no, I don't know. I, I actually do know the answer to that. Uh, Holden and I were talking off air, and he said he is going to do a show down the line because it is he's going to do it for the whole year. Uh, but he says he's going to have one with his brothers and pops on. So I don't know when that's coming up, Morgan, but uh, you're going to be asked to do that show at some point. Oh, well, that'd be nice. <laughs> he's, he's looking forward to it. He's, yeah. you know, he's been putting a lot of thought and a lot of uh, you know research and effort into it, and hopefully it'll work out for him and something fun for him to do. And I know the guys that are doing Jack and Drew and. Uh, Caden, you know they're all such great friends, and they're they're so funny to be around. So it'll it'll be it'll be fun to listen to. Man, I, I was here, Morgan, when they did a a trial run. I guess I was upset and still am upset. They're not putting this episode out because it was awesome. Uh, it it had some humor in it, but I was uh, almost surprised at how honest they were about their circumstances and the team and and everything and i think Caden norman is, is a star he's hilarious and uh has some great takes we saw jack and uh his charisma when he did the power hour and drew they got him uh learning how to produce and also adding his two cents so it is a good group uh holton said yesterday that they spend a lot of time together either in person or in a uh, a chat log together so uh, I, i'm looking forward to it i think folks will really enjoy it you know, Caden, he, he, you know, he was such a, a charismatic guy when he was on the football team and signaling in. Everybody really liked him, and he, he developed his own little following there. But uh, I'll give you, I'm going to give you something to research, Clip. Pull up WWE wrestler Gunther. Oh, yeah, I know him. I know who that is. He was He's a champion, I believe. The picture side-by-side, Caden and Gunther. I see that. You're right. Maybe uh, different in weight and stature. Weight and height. I'm <laughs> 6'5", 270. But no, yeah, I see that now that you point that out. That's good. I'm telling you, I 
joke with him all the time. I said, you're the Intercontinental Champion, my friend. Conta. <laughs> all right. I like that. Um, actually, uh talked a little wrestling with Holden yesterday off the air, Morgan, because I watched Survivor Series, and I know you're sick of punk. Uh, but I was shocked to see him back. It was good to see Randy Orton back. And I watched that. I hadn't watched uh, anything during the week, really. But I did watch that pay-per-view and was pretty entertained. I, I watched the highlights of it. Yeah. Uh, I don't watch as much, obviously, working at night like I do and playing at different places that I play with trivia and karaoke and DJing. And I don't get to watch it, but I watch the highlights and fast-forward through some stuff that I don't really care about. And it's fun to watch. And, um, you know, they got some big things coming up. And, um, you know, I love, I'm Randy Orton to me is one of the best wrestlers of all time. And have him back, and as old as he is now, you look at him; he's in better shape now than he probably has been in his whole life. He is freaking jacked. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, excited to see old uh, old Randall back. Raw will be in Raleigh. Chad put that, I believe, in March uh, coming up. So maybe the old, some of the Aylers clan. How many? Uh, like you're you and the the boys, or, or at least the boys, uh, your boys have been to a lot of big shows, right? They have, I have, I've yeah. been, you know, but they, yeah, they've been to a couple of WrestleManias and yeah, uh, they've been to some different pay per views. I think SummerSlam, maybe. All right, uh, Morgan, I like the way uh, Joey worded this earlier, so I'm going to steal his question and ask you instead of asking you what you thought on the four that are in the playoff. I'm going to ask you, who is in your Morgan Aylers college football playoff? What four teams? Ah. Uh. I think you have to go, obviously, with Michigan. Yeah. I mean, you know, whether cheaters ever win or not, who knows. But Michigan has to be in there. Um, you know, Jim Harbaugh, whether you like him or don't like him, he he was issued a six-game, you know, sentence this year, and he served it out. So now he's free to coach in the bowl game. Uh, I think by the fact that Alabama beat Georgia, uh, they they have to be in. Okay. Uh, Texas beat Alabama. They have to be in. Huh, okay. Washington and I, and, and I watched um, several of their games late in the year. Yeah. Uh, and they really they started off the, the season and really just crushing people. And toward the end of the year, they were lucky to pull the games out. Yeah. And they, they, you know, whether they deserve it or not, I don't know. I mean, they're undefeated, so you have to put them in there. People were talking about Florida State. I, I really think if if Jordan Travis was the quarterback. They're they're a no brainer. They probably would take. I mean, they could possibly take Washington's place. Um, but I think their job of the committee is to put the best teams right now in. And you know, Georgia's been number one all year, or number two all year, and they lose a, a tight game to Alabama. Um, you know if. Alabama's got it fourth down and goal at the 31-yard line. If Auburn does their job and doesn't allow it, yeah, there's, there's no discussion. True, yeah. The fact is, Alabama converted on a fourth and goal at the 31 and scored a touchdown to win that game. So uh, they're playing really good football right now. I mean, I thought they were the better team that night against Georgia. Now Georgia can probably play them three times and probably win, you know, two out of the three. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All I, right. I mean, there's Morgan's four. I don't. I don't have a good answer for <laughs> a lot of, you know, the Georgia and the, the the Florida State thing. That that's a big question mark. But Texas is playing pretty good football too. So. All right. Speaking of college football, we need to hit forty bowls in fourteen days. Um. Should we play? I'm, has anybody ever done bump and grind at one of your karaoke's, Morgan? 
Oh, yeah. All right. Let's hit that one, Shirley. <laughs> 40 bowls See how Morgan 14 enjoys this days, 14 days, 14 days, 40 bowls in 14 days. Oh, my goodness. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days, 14 days. 40 bowls in 14 days, 14 days. There's 40 bowls. But there's 14. There's 14 days. And I don't want to hurt nobody. But I can't wait for all these games. I don't see nothing wrong with 40 bowls in 14 days. I don't see nothing wrong. Oh, oh. 40 bowls in 14 days. I don't see nothing wrong with 40 bowls in 14 days. Nothing wrong, baby. Baby, 40 bowls of baby. All right, Morgan. I don't see nothing wrong. Now I can put my phone back up against my ear. Yeah, we're back. We're back. Uh, nothing wrong with the Hawaii Bowl, Morgan. Uh, and it'll be San Jose State versus the team that East Carolina beat last year in a bowl game, Coastal Carolina, Honolulu, Hawaii. Late night, uh, San Jose State versus Coastal. Uh, can Coastal get some redemption this year, uh, or do you like San Jose State, Morgan? Morgan, uh, don't know much about either of them other than Grayson McCall. Is he going to play? Or is McCall, he, he's in, I know he's in the transfer portal because he's in Raleigh today visiting NC State. Oh, breaking news! Is he, is he playing in the ball game? Uh, I don't know, I really researched that at all. But uh, he probably will and probably get hurt again. Um, let's go with – we're going to stick with the East Coast team and go with Coastal Carolina. All right. Coastal Carolina is the pick from Morgan Aylers. And the beauty of this, Morgan, is nobody knowing anything about the teams. That's the best part of it. So, good luck uh, with your selection. The only thing I know about it is that they're from – South Carolina, and we we, we whooped ass last week, last year. <laughs> whooped daddy. Yes, sir. Morgan, uh, looking forward to hearing your booming voice tomorrow, man. going to be a fun one in Minji's. Uh, it's one of my favorite things about sports and about being a Pirate fan uh, and Electric Minji's Coliseum, and we're going to have that tomorrow at noon. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and uh, I think it's going to be loud and, and raucous in there, and hopefully the crowd gets into it and stays into it regardless of what's going on during the game because I think East Carolina has shown, regardless if they've gotten down, they got a chance to get back into it pretty quick, and that's a, that's a good thing, and I think the Pirates will uh, do well tomorrow. There you go. Morgan, uh, we'll see you there. Talk to you next week. Have a good weekend, man. Thanks a lot, you guys. Have a great weekend. Thank you, Morgan. There is DJ Captain Morgan joining us on pirate radio live shirley let's do the honors right now 317-1250 opening up the treasure chest and making you a winner on this friday what a way to start your weekend winning a big time prize out of the 2023 pirate radio treasure chest we got a ton of great prizes left you can join Eric, Josh, John, Steve, and Dickie as our winners. 
If you are caller number 12, 317-1250, we will talk to you on the other side and find out what you want when we return on Pirate Radio Live after this. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. East Plumbing, Viva Electric, and Rolling Black Heating and Cooling have teamed up to form New Blue Service Group, offering Eastern North Carolina the best in plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services. Same great local team, same great local service, just a new name. For plumbing, electrical, and HVAC services, go to callnewblue.com. That's callnublue.com. New Blue Service Group, where we are redefining service excellence. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. All right. Thank you, Charlie Rhodes. Young Joey here on a Friday. We miss Chan, but we do have AI Chan here. AI Chan, have uh, you been enjoying our show today? Yes. Good to hear. Glad to have you here with us. Uh, anything else you want to say? Great point. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Appreciate that. Drop that, baby. Let's see it. Ah, that's what I wanted to hear. All right. So, earlier in the show, we gave away tickets to ECU and South Carolina for tomorrow. I feel like we do a lot of things that seem planned. I mean, surely can... And honest to goodness, we really do not plan this. It's kind of a, a shame, and I'm trashing myself here, but... Shirley, how much do I talk to you about the show before we do the show during the day? Oh, <laughs> hardly ever. We should probably do more of that now that we, I think we about usually, it. Usually, well, what happens? Usually, what happens is you go in to do the show. You're you go and get yourself ready in there. I come over here, and the first thing I do is I open up our editing software and I look in the folder that we keep all our audio clips in and anything I see in there that's what I load up because I I know that that's something you're going to probably need to use. I will say I do a more than decent job of telling you that I've got clips for the show. Yes. As far as like segments and what we're doing. Right. Hey I've got this uh, this thing then we're going to act like it's it's like we don't talk about that a lot. Right, right. We probably should more. Uh, that's my New Year's resolution. Be more communi- communicative with Shirley on the show. Um, but earlier in the show, we had a winner, which was not planned. That was Susan Dean's first caller. Yep. And Susan wanted to get in for the treasure chest. I said, maybe we'll hear from you later this afternoon. And she she claimed that she knew, knows now that her number wasn't blocked. She was called. She thought there was a conspiracy against her. Yep. Um. And sure enough, we went to call her 12. And sure enough, it was Susan Deans. I mean, can't can't make it up, folks. Susan, uh, good to hear from you again. Hey, how are you? I'm still doing good. We just talked. Good. Yep, a little while ago. I got my tickets. <laughs> got the tickets. And now... Yep. You're going to get something out of the Pirate Radio treasure chest. Uh, Susan, you are a, a monthly winner here, so we hear your uh, your name quite a bit. Uh, you, have you won out of the treasure chest before? Yes, about 
Well, five or six times. Okay. Here I've won now for a long while. So, yeah. Awesome. Okay. So, uh, you are a veteran at the game. Uh, we also know you as a big time Carolina Panthers fan. So, how's that going for you this year? Oh, it's like joyous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for every Sunday. Yeah. My goodness, it's been rough. You didn't. You were. Uh, you had the fire Matt rule hashtag, which you would put into the pirate radio chat every day. Uh, you didn't even have time to make one of those for Frank Wright. You know, right at the last game, maybe two games ago, a lady stopped me at the game in our section, and she said, weren't you the ones who had the fire, Matt Roy? I said, yep. I said, we got to start a fire, uh, Frank Wright. And she said, yep. And then two weeks later, he was fired. He's gone. So uh, good luck to the next guy there. With the- we're going, yeah, I don't know where we're going. We're about like the commander, so I can't say too much. Okay, you didn't have to say that, but you did. He went there, shot him. <laughs> uh, Shirley, you want to run down what we got? Sure. All right, here are the prizes still left in the 2023 Pirate Radio Treasure Chest. We've got a two. Oh, Robert uh, on YouTube said, hashtag, don't let Susan Deans win. Huh, a little too late for that, bud. The- it's local politics, bud. Chad's calling BS. John, oh, now this is how Susan usually is. Now everybody else is mad at her for winning. There's local politics, bud. Yeah, there certainly are. All right, here we go, Shirley. You want to go ahead and get us started? Two hundred dollar gift card from Bossick Sug Furniture. A pirate welcome sign and fifty dollar gift card from UBE. One hundred dollars straight cash homemade from Sparky Snowball. Hundred dollar gift card to Chico. Bud Light umbrella, tailgate chair, Bud Light dartboard, and two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. Hundred dollar gift card from the Holistic Company. Two hundred dollar gift card to Shenandoah Graphics and Framing. A Budweiser mirror, Bush Light neon, and Bojangles Hard Sweet Tea neon. Plus two cases of Bud Light from Carolina Eagle Distributing. $100 gift card to Jersey Mike's. Twisted Tea Patio Umbrella, a cooler and prize package from the Boston Beer Company. $50 gift card to Aiden Golf. Uh, ooh, let ooh. me try that again. $50 gift card to Aiden Golf and Country Club and Farm Bureau Golf Swag Package from Brandon Manning. All right. And we also have a date with Chandler Honeycutt available, Susan. Would you like that oh, one? Oh, yeah. Let's throw that in there. I forgot about that one. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> Drop that baby. Let's see it. <laughs> hey, hey oh, Sean, relax over there. All right, Susan. Uh, so we got some great prizes. Anything in particular you want? No, I mean, anything is fine. I mean, now the Shimmer one was one, so that's yeah. what I really wanted. John Caton won the $100 gift card to Shimmer yesterday. That was a big one. No. All right, Shirley Rhodes, you going to open it up today? Yeah, I'll do it. Here we go. Make sure that's one. Chad said we just left Susan on hold the whole time. Chad, quit crying. Whoa. Grow up. All right, Shirley. Susan. What do we got, Shirley? What did I tell you? You were caller number 12. What did I tell you to do as soon as you got off the phone with me? Oh, go buy a lottery ticket. Go buy a lottery ticket because you are now the proud owner of a $200 gift card from Bostick Sug Furniture. Thank you. Man. Congratulations. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, appreciate that. You can do a lot with that. What a day for Susan Deans. A $200 gift card to Bostick Sug and tickets to ECU South Carolina. And my birthday is Sunday, so then I get 
Hey, 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 now that's what I call a good weekend. Well, happy early birthday, Susan. Thank you for being a uh, supporter and fan of Pirate Radio for all these years. We appreciate it. And uh, I don't want to say we enjoy your Panthers misery, but it does add something to the show. So thank you. Well, yeah, maybe we'll one day do something. I don't know when, but I'm not too hopeful to be truthful. (laughs) All right. Well, uh, enjoy your prizes and have a good birthday and uh, have a Merry Christmas as well. And, Susan, we'll give you a call on Monday and let you know how you can redeem your prize. Gotcha. Thank you. All right. You're welcome. You got it. Thank you, Susan. Susan Deans, our big winner today. And, boy, Chad is crying. He said, I thought you could only win once a month. Chad, the tickets were a pop-up. That, that, that doesn't count. And you know that right now. You know that. Yeah, because we that was not a planned thing. That literally happened. Mm. You got the text, and you were told, hey, give these tickets away. Chad, I mean, literally, it just happened. You have had so much uh, integrity. I feel like you've had a good attitude throughout this. But this is karma, man. I think this is some karma. You complaining right now. I got a feeling you won't be winning this holiday season. Ooh, you're calling that shot? I'm calling a shot that Chad will not win. I got a question. Go ahead. I, I won't be here after Monday. Uh, am, I, am I allowed to call in after Monday? No. Okay. No, because you're you're consi- you're an employee of Pirate Radio. You can't. You're not eligible. You're an intern, so you uh, you don't get paid and you can't win anything. <laughs> Sucks to be you. I'm just kidding. You're on the payroll, right? I am. Yeah, Joey on that payroll. I'm running out the bag. You know what I'm saying? payroll. Let's take a break. When we return, Mark Greenhelge Golf Shop Radio Show will join us. Big news in the golf world this week. John Rahm going to live. We'll talk about his Clemson Tigers, his Patriots, and more when we return hour three of Pirate Radio Live. Like Tyler says in the YouTube, don't be a Chad. We'll be back with you after this. Does it feel like it's colder than winter, even by the fireside? My baby said that he'd be home for Christmas, and now it's almost midnight. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Country Mart has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years and is your premier country store serving the best cheese biscuits and country food around. Country Mart is open every day and has two locations in Bethel on Highway 11 and in Stokes on Highway 11, uh, excuse me, 903. Both locations are top-of-the-line fuel stations serving shell gas, including 93 ethanol-free high-octane gas. Country Mart filling you up with great food and your engines with great gasoline. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Hi, back with you. Pirate Radio Live here on a Friday. Congratulations, Susan Deans, winning the $200 gift card to Bostic Suck. She joins Eric, who won the facial and skincare box from Beauty Bar Medi Spa. Josh, who won the $100 gift card to Fleet Feet. John, who won the gift card to Shimmer. Steve, who won the gift cards to the Buck, BTs, King Max, and the NFL jersey. 
and Dickey, who won the ECU Memphis basketball tickets and the prize package from David Price Construction. One week in the books for our treasure chest, but do not fear if you have not won yet. We've got uh, plenty of shows left to go, nine more shows, and uh, plenty more prizes to give away, and we will do that starting again on Monday. Right now, we'll head out to the Pirate Radio Live line. Joining us is Greeny, Mark Greenheld from the Golf Shop Radio Show. Joins us here on a Friday. Greeny, how you doing, man? Doing great, Clip. How are you doing today? I am doing good. Uh, glad we're having you on because uh, sometimes ESPN will just be on the TV before I roll in here, and I'll come in here and just leave it on that all day. And for the past two days, I've had golf on, and I've been t- today seeing Miguel Angel Jimenez and Colin Montgomery, and I don't know if I'm watching like ESPN Classic or what the heck's going on. So, Greeny, can you explain to me what uh, golf I'm watching on TV? Yeah, you're watching a senior tour kind of uh, mixed thing going on. It's their kind of uh, their silly season that they go ahead and do something like that. So it's just kind of a weird thing that they've got six playing and they're playing kind of matches against each other. So it is just kind of a weird silly season thing going on. But yeah, it's, okay. you know, we, we always get the throwbacks and so we get to see the guys that when, like when I was growing up, <laughs> guys that were on the PGA Tour. So uh, it's kind of fun to watch some of these things sometimes, but yeah, you you weren't mistaken. There's there's that one going on, and then over in the PGA Tour, we have the PGA and LPGA Tour playing in the Grant Thornton. And today they were they're playing the scramble format where they kind of take the best shot and both get to hit from that place. And then tomorrow they'll play the alternate shot that we get to see a lot of times in team competitions. And then on Sunday, they'll actually play a modified four ball where he shot, and then they swap. So, you know, the the guy, the PJ Tour player will hit the LPJ Tour player's tee shot and vice versa. So it'll be an interesting thing to, to do, and that's what we do this time of year. We do some crazy formats. Greeny, uh, big news in the golf world this week. John Rahm going to live. So what is the, the fallout from all this, and uh, what does this mean for the sport of golf? Well, I guess we found out what John Rahm's price was. It was $300 million because I'm sure he had been offered uh, plenty of uh, different times previously. And this time around, it's taking care of my family. I wish these guys would just uh, <laughs> say that, you know, I, they found my price finally. $300 million was too much to pass up. And uh, it's going to set, you know, generations of the Rahm family, uh, you know, set money-wise. So, I wish guys would just say that, but you know, I don't, I don't know what this is going to do. John Rahm may end up being the smartest person in the world because, you know, they're still trying to hammer out a deal between the, the, the and the PGA tour yeah. supposed to happen by December 31st. So let's say that they hammer out a deal and starting in 2025, you know, it all becomes one entity again or something along those lines. Now John Rahm's made dollars to spend one year away. So he could be the smartest of them all and not have to deal with a whole lot of backlash going forward. But that remains to be seen. And, I mean, here's another guy that basically ripped the format about Liv and then turns around and now, you know, announces that he's going to play. And I love the team format. This is going to be uh, something that's a whole lot different. So, again, a complete 180 by somebody. I guess that's what happens when you get paid lots of money. 
No doubt. Mark Greenhouse Golf Shop Radio Show uh, joining us on the Pirate Radio Live Line. You can hear the golf shop coming up 8 to 10 Saturday right here on a Pirate Radio. Uh, we had fellow Patriots fan uh, Danny Beal, East Carolina pitcher, uh, on with us earlier this week. And he is suffering through a, a bad Patriots season. But he did talk about, hey, you know, we've had random wins over the Bills and, and you know, get beat by everybody else. Maybe we can pull another random one out. And they did last night, Greeny, with a 21 20- one to 18 victory over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Bailey Zappi, three touchdowns for the Pats quarterback. Uh, and they get the win in Pittsburgh. Look, Pittsburgh, uh, no picket. Their offense has been a disaster all year, but they were seven and five going into that game and really good at home. So uh, that's a good win for the Patriots. Unless, I guess, Greeny, you're trying to get the best possible draft pick. It was a bad win for your team last night. Yeah, it's one of those things. I mean, the Patriots, it's like watching my Clemson Tigers. Like, they have a really good defense, and it, when their offense doesn't load or make make mistakes or hand the other team points, they have a potential to win a football game. I mean, we've seen it the last couple weeks, especially on the defensive side of the ball. I mean, they gave up 10 points to the Colts. They gave up 10 points to the Giants. They gave up 6 points to the Chargers. And they didn't win any of those games. Yeah. So, um, you know, that says a lot about that defense and the fact that uh, the defense comes to play every day. And, and as long as the offense can actually put up, you know, 20 points, they can win football games. So interesting to see how that goes. I think, you know, if they put up 20 points, they would won the last, what, four games? <laughs> yeah, they'd be talking playoffs, wild card right now. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, it's, if you're not going to get the number one pick, then I don't care where you fall after that. You'll still get somebody that's going to help your team out. And, again, I think for the Patriots, that needs to be whoever is the best offensive lineman on the board, they need to take that person right now. Mark Green Elge, Golf Shop Radio Show. Joining us, Greeny, there is one undefeated basketball team in the ACC. That is your Clemson Tigers. And I was rooting for... A Tigers lost the other night because South Carolina's coming to Menji's Coliseum on Saturday to take on East Carolina at noon, and I wanted the Gamecocks to be undefeated in that game, but they are 7-1. and one. Clemson's 8-0 because Clemson had a nice second-half comeback to knock off South Carolina. So, look, still early. Uh, Clemson does have an ACC win. They're 1-0 in league play, but 8-0 overall, and uh, they do have a number by their name in the top 25. So, how serious are you taking uh, Clemson hoops right now still again still early but uh but looking good so far yeah and I mean their next few games I mean they're playing TCU at Memphis neither of those teams are ranked so you got to feel like you got a decent chance to win those and then they play Queens and Radford so you could actually see a Clemson Tiger basketball team going 12 and 0 um I, I kind of felt like this team had some possibilities I mean last year they they seemed like they had a chance but they picked up a couple of guys through the transfer portal that I think are going to make a, a big difference in the backcourt. They could have one of the best backcourts in the ACC. And that, along with P.J. Hall, who came back, which I think was unexpected. And I, and I thought once P.J. Hall came back that they were going to be, you know, they could be a top third ACC team. Now, you know, with Duke still fighting their way, North Carolina, who knows what they're doing these days. They win some, they lose some. And, and you know, I, like I always tell you, I can't watch them because I just feel like that as soon as I start watching they're going to lose that game that they shouldn't lose. So 
I'm still uh, I'm hanging out. I'm paying attention, but I'm not necessarily watching. The You're game. doing your part as a Tigers fan. Your role is to to stay away, and uh, so far so good, I guess. Uh, Grinny Pirates adding an offensive coordinator this week, John David Baker from the Ole Miss staff. How about Clemson coaching? Uh, is is Garrett Riley sticking around as OC? Any uh, any shuffle there for the Tigers? Yeah, they, they went to the offensive line, and they picked up a couple of good coaches to, to work with the offensive line, and, and maybe that was the problem because it seemed like we had, you know, people can point to receivers, but that's fine. I mean, it seemed like that we had a bunch of guys that could play the offensive line, so is it maybe the scheme that they're running and what Garrett Riley wants to run wasn't matching up very well, so... Um, you know, I'm glad to see that Dabo's making the move and doing something like that to bring in a couple of good guys on the offensive side of the ball. And maybe the offensive line was the problem. Maybe they were they had tried a different scheme and it wasn't working. And now we'll come in and, and get something different on, on the flip side of the ball. Uh, you know, uh, big number zero's coming back. So Barrett's coming back, and that's going to be a big boost for the defensive side of the ball as well. So a couple guys are leaving, but some key players look like they're coming back. All right, Greeny, a lot going on in the sports world. You got golf going on on the course and a lot of golf talk off the course. So it should be a good show tomorrow. What do you guys have planned for the Golf Shop Show? We're going to check in with uh, Bill Bender, the Sporting News, as we always do. We're going to have Keith Stewart to talk uh, a little betting action going on. Then we're going to talk to Bob Herrig of Sports Illustrated about the John Rahm and the Live deal. But then we're going to talk to Brett Blakely of one of our sponsors, Encore. As you know, you may have seen this as well, the USGA and RNA, basically kind of came back out with their rolling back of the golf ball. And there's been mixed emotions around this. And uh, some of the golf ball companies, like I, I get an email from Titleist, and they basically said they're not on board with this. So it's going to be interesting to see how we go. We'll, we'll talk to one of the, the manufacturers and see what they say. Good stuff, Greeny. Thanks for joining us today, man. We will catch up with you again next Friday. Have a great show and a great weekend. Thanks, Cliff. You do too. Thanks. All right, there he is. Mark Greenelge joining us on this uh, edition of Pirate Radio Live. We will take a break, come back, and uh, get ready to wrap things up here on a Friday. We are back with you on Pirate Radio Live after these words. The season's upon us. It's that time of year. Brandy and eggnog is plenty There's lights on the trees and there's wreaths to be hung. There's mischief and mayhem and songs to be sung. Santa, tell me if you're really there. Don't make me fall in love again if you won't be here next year. You're listening to Hour 3 of Pirate Radio Live. This hour of PRL is brought to you by Bud Light. Reminding pirate fans to stay in the game and drink responsibly. Bud Light, the official beer of the ECU Pirates and proudly distributed by Carolina Eagle Distributing since 1989. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. It was a good day for the stock market to close out the week. The Dow was up 130 points and finished uh, the week out at uh, 36,247. The NASDAQ was up 63 at 14,403, and the S&P was up 18 at 4,604. That's your Wells Fargo Advisors stock market report for a personal look into investing. Call Wells Fargo Advisors uh, in Greenville at 756-6900 today. Wells Fargo Advisors, LLC, member SIPC. Now let's head back in to PRL. Here's Clip. Get a quick Fleet Feet rundown. Brought to you by Fleet Feet. And uh, they got a fun run coming up next week. 
It is the epic teddy bear trot coming up on Wednesday, December 13th at 6.15. Toy drive to benefit the children's hospital. So everyone who donates a toy uh, will be able to win a special raffle prize from Carhu that will have a food truck out there from tiebreakers. So go dressed in your holiday best. Show off your Christmas theme running gear at Fleet Feed, December 13th, 6.15 for the epic teddy bear trot. Um, we'll do a quick national day rundown. It is national crossword solvers day. I wonder if that's still uh, popular amongst folks. I would say maybe a certain generation. Are you still, talking about crossword puzzles? Still enjoys crossword the crossword puzzle. I, I do one every now and then. Yeah, I prefer the ones that used to come out of the TV guide just because those were more like entertainment related. Um, bod, body, booty, boot, body, Buddha day. Each day on December eighth, Buddhists celebrate the day that Siddhartha Gautama achieved enlightenment through meditation b-o-d-h-i is what b-o-d-h-i there's bodie miller i mean that's how he spells his name if my memory serves correctly the skier there's bodie in the wire yeah i don't know i mean i don't know any other way like i know it as a name i don't know what it is shout out to all my buddhists out there okay it is national salesperson day is that why chon got the day off uh well let's ask ai chon chon is that why you got the day off yes okay well we figured it out uh it is national brownie day Mm. i like a brownie do you like middle piece or corner piece Eh, middle man kind of lame but middle man i'm a total corner piece are you total corner piece gotta have it can't have a middle piece shirley is not a side piece she's a corner piece I hate you daggone right about that <laughs> uh shirley it is pretend to be a time traveler day <laughs> how do you pretend to be a time traveler maybe you just show up in public wearing clothes from a different era that's called cosplay um or so you could either go from the past or you could just go crazy like saran wrap outfit and be like yeah. I'm here from 3032. Some aluminum foil on my head. Yeah. Or you oh, can just yeah. go around scaring people, telling them about their future. Yeah. Like, yeah, I traveled from this age. And- you should do that uh, as a bouncer tonight at the bug. Be like... Dude, I was just... I was just like 10... I was just here 10 years in the future. I just came back. Hey, don't... I, you might want to go home tonight. Yeah. Don't go to that other bar tonight. I'm telling you, something's going to happen. Don't drink the whiskey. Or you could be like, hey, you've got to go to this uh, bar tonight. You're going to meet your future wife. You could really freak a lot yeah. of people out. Oh, yeah. Life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have some fun tonight. <laughs> At the buck. All right. Uh, that is our Fleet Feet Rundown, and that is just about our show for this Friday well, on Pirate Radio Live. Well, I put several things up there. See, now, now oh, we're all oh, messed oh. up. Uh, we have got Army-Navy coming up on saturday right here on pirate radio live your ecu update pirates in action on the hardwood against south carolina coming up saturday at noon be there or be a giant square shirley well done thank you for uh doing that well i told joey i said hey put this up here for doing that yeah army navy will have coverage beginning at two o'clock tomorrow afternoon see what kind of synergy and see how much gets done when chandler's not here 
Well, that's what was so funny about it is Chandler made such a big deal uh, over the a, fact a that you deal. you didn't tell him what to put on the Fleet Feet run, Rundown. He's got. We've got to hold his hand. Joey Two is, separate uh, days. I have done it. Joey has flown away from the nest. He yeah. has grown. He's, he, he's already taken care of it. Shoot, I even had Delaney doing that the other day. I said, hey, pull up the Fleet Feet Rundown. Let's type, type this in. Send it over. Mm, mm, mm. Not that hard. Kaz says, have a nice weekend. Hey, Kaz. You do the same. And that goes for all of even Chad. Even Even Sean. Even Jamie. I'm going to have myself a real good. If you are going to be in the Farmville area tomorrow morning at 1030 a.m., Pirate Radio's very own moi will be driving the Pirate Radio truck in the Farmville Christmas Parade tomorrow morning. Wave at me. Say hi. I'll give you a beep. Yep. I'll give you a beep. All right. Thank y'all. We'll see you Monday, 3 o'clock. All new edition of Pirate Radio Live. We'll open up the treasure chest. Coach Hud, Greg Hudson, will join us. We'll have a good old time. Till then, I am Clip Rock. Jeff Charles, take us home. Have a great night, Eastern Carolina. Yeah, have a great night. Thanks for listening to Pirate Radio Live, an exclusive presentation of the voice of the Pirate Nation.